general. Welcome to episode 431 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. <laughs> Sorry. I'm your host, Ed. Can you hear me? Did we lose Sean? No, I'm here. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I turned down the wrong volume button. <laughs> Hi, folks. Welcome to the New, new Year's Same Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Start off 2022 on the right foot. Just a shit show that this is. <laughs> hey, folks, welcome to 431 episodes of Amateur Hour. <laughs> you think we'd have this down by now? <laughs> Oh, so Ed, I guess um, that's Ed, your host Ed, and I'm your host Sean. Is that is everything coming in clear now? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm <Ooh. quick> for... <laughs> yeah, It'd be great if I knew what I was doing anymore. Uh, and Such after the week I've had, I could use that kind of a laugh. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> So, Ed, how was your week? <laughs> Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year, yes. Happy New Year, everybody who's listening in. Welcome to the show. That's right, folks. Same shit, different year. That's right. We're not changing for anybody, nope. <laughs> apparently. Format staying the same. That's right. Amateurs. It's amateur hour. <laughs> uh, amateur two hour. Um, Almost a decade in, he still hits the wrong buttons. <laughs> It's been over nine years. We've been doing this. And I'm God, still... God knows we're having kind of technical difficulties. We're discussing getting a new board off air, and he still has problems with the old board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't get me anything fancy. Next thing you know, it'll be just a string and two Dixie cups. Have <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> this week, nothing happened. <laughs> oh, boy. This week, the Hindenburg crashed. Holy moly. <laughs> All right, Ed. So uh, so how was your New Year's? It was good. I mean, we didn't really do much. We watched a few movies, uh, or a couple movies, I should say. Um, okay. uh, we watched uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi yeah. and the Ten Rings. Uh, my, my, uh, we had... We had uh, I, we celebrated with my older brother uh, at his house because he was working actually uh, that night till seven, and 
we really weren't going to go out anywhere. We were thinking about a couple places, but you know, it's just kind of like you know, with this whole COVID situation, you're not sure. You know, you don't yeah. know if you want to risk it and all. I mean, the if trans- I was a, like part of your friends or something, maybe one thing. Variant. What's that? Oh, the transformer variant. Yeah. Omnicron. Omnicron. Decepticons roll out. Um. So so we just watch movies. We watch that, and we watch Luca, which was an animated uh, Pixar animated does he, movie. Does he live on the second floor? <laughs> <laughs> wow! I did not see that one. No, no one's going to get that reference <laughs> <laughs> unless you lived in the nineties. You know, right. we were alive during that time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. What you think of the movies? I mean, the, well, I mean, I like Shang Chi, so it was easier to watch. I watched that in a the theater when it came out back, in like I think July or whatever, August. Okay. Um, and I enjoyed that one. I was like, I'm like, because I when I walked in, I'm like, I know nothing about this character. I don't care about this character. And then the movie, it's like, son of a bitch, you did it again, Marvel. <laughs> you, may, right. you made me care about another another Marvel character. I had no clue. Now I'm gonna find out more information about this guy. Um. Right. So yeah, it was. I mean, like I said, I always enjoy that movie. So it wasn't a hard like. No, I don't want to watch it again. Like I just saw it like a few months ago. Whatever. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it again. Um, Luca, you know, it's you know Disney. I, I swear to God, they they want to make you cry. <laughs> right. Every fucking movie. You know, it's just like, oh, we, how about how about the brotherly string? You know, we we can't get you on the mother one. How about the father one? How about right. the brother? You know, her sister. You know, like let's let's do that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was good. It was a good movie. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil. It. I don't think I'm gonna spoiling it now. I mean, it's about. A I mean, scene. you haven't seen Luca now. I mean, you're, you know, you're probably not. I'm not you're sure never gonna, you're gonna, see, gonna it. see it. But I mean, it's not like the internet's being splashed with like spoilers like other movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so that was. Uh, it means about a sea monster that that lives a kind of like a hum, uh, humdrum life, and when he comes out of the water, he becomes human. Uh, when his skin dries, he becomes like a human form. It's Little Mermaid for boys. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. It's exactly it. Um, and then he meets another guy, another sea monster that's actually been living on the land for a long time by himself. Right. Um, and you know, you find out that his father kind of threw him out there, and and you know, said to you know, kind of live your own life. But you don't find that until late in the movie. That's kind of like where the heart, you know, heartstrings right, start. Right, that's to... where the, the heartstrings get tugged. <laughs> <laughs> and they they love the Vespa because they're in Italy, of course, and you know, and they 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 want to win a Vespa, and they think they can travel around the world in this little Vespa, and and you know, see the sights and do where they want, have the freedom to go. Um, so they so they they meet a girl in this little village that uh, they have a, a apparently like a. Weird triathlon. It's a uh, swimming, uh, of through around this bell, right. uh, you know, and then uh, a bike ride up and down a mountain. Well, actually, the second part is a you have to eat pasta, a bowl of pasta, and then the third one is to ride a bike uh, up a hill and then back down. It's but it's a it's a very big hill. It's not a small hill. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the Iron Man of Italy, I guess. I right, <laughs> Silencio, Bruno. <laughs> oh, you've seen the movie? <laughs> I have. Yeah, it's when okay. I, when he got when it first popped up on Disney Plus, it was like one of them. I think it was like around Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, I think you know Stacy and I were like, oh, let's watch it. You know, it's a Pixar movie. I'm sure they're gonna tug some string of some part and. It was a cute movie. I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, I, I kind of feel like that one for me was like a one and dunner. 
Right, right. There's a I short. Don't... I didn't see the short yet. Uh, there was apparently a Chow Bruno uh, or uh... Alberto. Actually, it was Chow Alberto. Uh, is is it because the other character in the in the movies is uh, uh, Bruno? Uh, sorry, I keep doing that. Is Alberto is the guy he meets? That's the other sea monster. Right. And at the end, you know, there's this whole thing, and I'm not, you know, you have to see it to, you know, see what happens and all to, to. Uh, right. It's a Disney it. movie or a Disney slash Pixar movie. So guess what? Everything ha- works out in the end. <laughs> Everything works out. And <laughs> right. yeah, and you and you you kind of you kind of go, okay, this is what's gonna. You know what the ending what it is going to be at the end. You're just gonna go. When are you gonna pull the heartstring and make me cry? <laughs> right, <laughs> it's basically what was is the magic <laughs> of Disney. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I I thought it was good. I mean, I don't know if I'd watch it again and again and again, but I I did. Right. You know, yeah. if, if somebody goes, you want to watch Luke? I'd be like, sure. You know, right? Like if I'm not going, if I'm if I'm thumbing through the channels and all of a sudden Luke is on, I'm like, hey, I don't. I'll keep I'll keep searching. But if someone's like, oh, I've never seen it before. I'd be like, all right, you know what? I can watch it again with you just so you can experience it. But if I fall asleep, don't, don't I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it all the way we are. Right, right. Yeah. Silencio Bruno. I'll be over here snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Shut to your face. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, as I said, so that's that's what we did uh, New Year's. Uh, we just ordered Chinese food um, and then, you know, watch movies. And that was pretty much it for, for us. And then okay. – uh, uh, you know, of course, fireworks all over the place. The only thing, though, I thought was interesting, though, was is that like a little before twelve, we'll turn on ABC to watch the ball drop in New York with right. Dick Clark's uh, Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Right. And the one thing that threw me off was I was look at the look at the time, and the time was off by a few seconds. So like uh, they were uh. behind. <laughs> Somebody's watch was behind in New York when right. they when the ball dropped. I'm like I'm like. Uh, it's 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 actually fifteen seconds off. It's already New Year's before it hit the last fifteen <laughs> seconds. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, but uh, it was yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, you know, but like I said, we did we did that last year because of COVID, and I, I mean, I won't be surprised if we do it again just because of COVID. Depending on what twenty twenty two brings us, hopefully better ties in the last two years. But uh, we'll uh, see. Yeah, right, we'll I see how it, it goes. <laughs> Right. Um, I did watch a few other movies uh, this week. Okay. Uh, I saw um, on Monday. I saw Matrix Revolutions. Is yeah. that All right. <laughs> I guess you saw. Yeah, we talked about it last week's episode. I called it the Matrix. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. I, I I didn't think it was terrible. I just didn't think it was good. <laughs> I, ditto. I didn't think it was horrible. I just felt like this was an unnecessary movie. Like it, it seemed in the world of Warner Brothers, looked around and went, "We we got to come up with something. What do we got? I don't know. Let's re, let's reboot the Matrix. It's been almost twenty years at this point, I think. So what do we got? Let's reboot the Matrix. It'd be kind of fun to do. And uh, you know, like I said, I just felt like they were doing the old, "Well, we're going to do it with or without you. So would you like to come along?" And you know. Keanu's Carrie Amos, uh, J- Jada, and um, Lana Wachowski. Just like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's just. What else we got better to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just. I, I was. I was entertained, but ultimately, I was like, yeah, I could have. I'm glad. I, I put it this way. I said it last week. I'm glad I didn't pay real money to go to a movie theater and spend like thirty, forty dollars for my night and to see that. Right, right. I would have been disappointed. I would have been yeah. disappointed to see that in the theater. 
to spend right. all that money, you know. And yeah, I'm like, well, oh. I guess my level of excitement to be like, you know, what I'm willing to, you know, put up with is depending on how much I'm spending out. Like, oh, look, it's on HBO Max. I can watch it. I watched. I've already got my money's worth this this month by watching Dune. You know, so <laughs> it's like. All right, so maybe I'll watch you know this one too because it's the Matrix, and I like the other three movies. I mean, more so the first one. Right. But then by the time I was done, I was like, all right, I guess it was kind of entertaining because of my level of investment. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Part of me was like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I think it was a little too long before they had to do this one. <laughs> like they should have done it earlier or something like that. I guess you know, figuring you know, like ah, uh, yeah. It's one of those movies like, ah, who cares? <laughs> like, the Matrix was a thing. It, it came and went, and now you just can't bring it back again. Right. You, you know? can't – that movie hit, and it gave you something different. And that's what was like most of the time throughout the movie. I was like, okay, well, what are you going to give me that's, that I've never seen before? Because back then, Bullet Time was completely new. And you're like, oh, my God, that's pretty awesome. But now watching this movie, I'm just going, yeah, I, I kind of – I mean, part of me just feels like okay, well, I'm kind of jaded because I've seen I've, I've seen just about every special effect available at the moment. But there's this part of me that's just like I don't. Okay, well, I'm not wowed by anything. I was just like, all right, well, okay. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I think I think because we live in the world we live in now, where it's kind of like it's harder and harder for. I mean, there's there were so many things I would have done differently. I mean, with with what they have, like with the vehicle, I'm like, oh, there's a couple of things that would have changed, like a couple of things, like people's faces and what they did, you know, kind of thing, because they were a little more like, like, huh, like, like, like that that surprised look, like you're supposed to have that same reaction as this person's having, like that's the the she's being the audience or he's being the audience, and that's the face you're supposed to have. And you're like, yeah, I'm not right. getting that face, like I'm not that impressed, but because it's just like when we were watching The Matrix, a lot of that technology technology didn't even exist at the time right you know right. where you know like you know i'm gonna spoil it a little bit kid sorry uh, he's a programmer you know a video game programmer and he's you know creating this virtual world kind of thing and you're going uh that first off like yeah i mean like that's that's kind of happening now with a lot of things and two was this was kind of already done with the tron movie <laughs> like, like right i thought the movie was very like meta it was like, oh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna acknowledge the original Matrix by saying that it was a video game that Keanu's character created, but then got so obsessed with the creation of it that he went a little crazy and started not knowing what was real and what was fantasy. Mm-hmm. So that excused, you know, like that's why he's in medicine. He's got he's seeing as a psychiatrist and he's on medication and and you're like, all right. I mean, I. I guess that's a good way to bring it in. And then you find out that his creation wasn't fake. It was real the whole time. I'm like, all right. And, but I mean, it's like, I don't know why this is a surprise because if you've watched the other movies, they said that the episode, the, 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 the trilogy that we're seeing in at that moment has happened six times before mm-hmm. all with different, all with almost virtually the same outcome. So, Having it be like a revelation to me again, I was like, well, I'm not surprised by that because I, I expect it to be like a whoa moment <laughs> because it's, it's you know, I, everything that's happened before will always happen again. And it's like, all right. I mean, he even did the old, I still know Kung Fu. <laughs> 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 like, like, I'm like, all right, go ahead. I thought the guy playing um, Mr. Smith, 
uh, one-time Agent Smith. I thought in the beginning he was really, really good, but uh, like when he yells, Mr. Anderson, I was like, oh my God, he's back. This is going to be great. Because right. I was interested in the actor who was playing him. And then when he shows up again, spoilers, towards the end, and he's calling him Tom, I'm like, what? Why are you calling him Tom? Why isn't that Mr. Anderson? Like, right, what? right. They should have like, continued with that, like kind of thing. Right, like that's your thing, Mr. Anderson. Or you like? <sighs> I thought Neil Patrick Harris was really good in it. I liked his his his. I mean, for lack of a term, he's the spoiler alert, the architect. You know, the right. old guy in the chair from the original series, and I'm like, all right, you know what? Sure. And I think I'm like that's smart. You keep an eye on them. You 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 know, like every time the Matrix, every time the Matrix has gone through this, it's been a little different, and we've learned a little. They've learned a little bit more from us, so it, it makes sense that the architect would want to keep a closer eye on Neo because he's the big troublemaker. So if you control him and keep him on the line, then the rest of the world is complacent for the most part. Right. I mean, like I said, I just in the end, I agree with you. It was just kind of like, eh, all right. I mean, I saw it. I'm, I don't know. I don't. From some of the articles I read, I don't think they're making a sequel to it, which is kind of like, what's the point of rebooting a movie or putting a fourth onto it if you're not going to try a new trilogy? But because I guess the new trilogy, the the it was so lackluster of a, I guess, comeback that everyone was like, yeah, we're not doing this again. <laughs> Which is weird because a part of me is like, well, you left it off kind of cliffhangery or to enough to be like, oh, they're going to make a sequel. Right. That's what I felt like, you know, like, and then, and then part of me knew that it wasn't being done. Like they were not making another movie after this. And you're kind of going, I kind of do. And I kind of want to, <laughs> I kind of right. do. And I do want another one. Cause I'm thinking, all right, well this, you started off with something like now, like now make the next, now big, make the empire strikes back. <laughs> of the new matrix trilogy you know kind of thing make make a better movie that you're going all right the first one was meh but this one this is the reason why you know it was made like i said last week it is the force awakens of the matrix movies uh-huh. it legitimately is a retelling of the first movie just told from a different with different perspectives on things but it still legitimately is the exact same movie with the exact same beats and at the end you're like all right i'm i'm I'll give this another ride, sure. Like, you kind of fluffed it up a little bit, new coat of paint. All right. I mean, I felt the the ending was very more um, in tune with, um, I don't want to say wokeness, because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that that's usually in a negative connotation mm-hmm. sometimes. But I felt like it very was very pro-feminism, like very pro-woman, because... I, Trinity seems to be a little bit more powerful than Neo this time around. Right, right. You know, so I kind of feel like, all right, so you're going to take, you're going to gender bend the series a little bit. Okay, sure, I, why not? I, I mean, didn't, that that didn't bother me in the least. It, the... it didn't, because they, they kind of explained it that you can't have Neo without Trinity and Trinity without Neo, so why not it, it be, like, it could be so they're so in tune with one another that it could be very, very blatant that Trinity could be the one this time around. The Neo could have been the one the last time. Like they're just very not interchangeable. They're, they're, they're supposed to be together. And I feel like if they're going to be together, then why not one be more powerful than the other? That's like, it's like an alternating type thing. I just, I was okay. I was like, all right, 
I'm in. Like, okay, you're gonna make her. You're gonna if you're gonna make her the one. All right, let's see where you go with it. And then you just hear like, yeah, we're not going anywhere with it because it's kind of getting like a meh response. But I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of meh, but I'm I'm okay with meh. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm not the one. I'm also not the one pumping a hundred million dollars into meh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're not. You're not the one spending. The money I'm not the one footing the bill, and I don't want like if I'm putting a hundred million dollars up for a movie. The last thing I want to hear is like, yeah, people are just kind of like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> like, like it's a good thing we had this other streaming video because I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have made a hundred million dollars about opening box office. Right. I think, I think it would have maybe hit the hundred million, which made everybody happy, but then it would have been a serious drop off the next week mm. because word of mouth would have been just like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> you know <clears throat> so uh what else well as as you know i've been watching terry gilliam films uh and there's four left but i actually put that on pause from the show deep zip come came over wednesday and to continue on and i said you know we can watch one of these last four movies or something we both haven't seen yet and we probably both want to see is no time to die and we both picked this <laughs> we both picked no time to die to see Okay, I'm interested in see how this goes. All right. <laughs> Did you see this movie? Let's start with that because I don't I, make sure. I, I don't, yeah, can't remember. Stacy and I went to the theaters to see it. Okay. Um, I so I did see it. It's a long movie, and I also just got it on. Um, it was one of my Christmas gifts. I right, right. Yes, yes, it. yes. That's right. You did. You purchased it because we talked about many times and a couple times about how <laughs> paying the access to get it on on the a streaming service, and the only one you right. can on right now is is Apple apparently. So right, but like, I, but Stacey and I did go to the movie theaters to watch it. I didn't want to, and I was kind of glad because there is kind of a big spoiler in it, you know, at the end. And I was like, all right, I'm kind of glad I saw it. Um, so, what did you guys think? I'm, and like, I'm I'm being really honest about this. Uh, thing. I thought it was terrible. That was really well, yes. I don't think it was the worst Bond movie ever made, but I think it's it's terrible. I don't. It just it just it just it lacks well, something. Okay, well, let me ask. You. Okay, now I got questions. Um, okay, well, I guess. Ooh, okay, to try to be without spoiling it just yet. Up to the very end, like was it the ending that kind of? No. Okay, so you felt that way through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah, right. we didn't. We didn't. We we got. We had to pause it a couple of times. To, to, you know, of course, I, of course, I picked the wrong person to see it with. You know, right? Because it's right. like I got questions, and it's just like, hey, you know, way you know way to find out those questions. Watch the rest of the movie. Right. Like, sure, yeah, to answer it. I don't have those answers right. because you know what? We're watching it for the first time. Right. I didn't, like I, I didn't. haven't seen this yet. I kept on Like I haven't seen this yet over and over again. But it was like, all right, whatever. So. Um, now there was an element in there that, that just two things that bother me about the movie and I can't go into it without spoiling stuff about it. And I don't want to do that just yet. Okay. So it's, it's kind of annoying to, to not talk about it that way. Well, no, I feel like, well, when, when I gave my review, I did spoil it. Mm -hmm. So unless people didn't hear that episode, I mean, it's going to be like a surprise, but we've already talked about the movie and the ending. Okay. All so right. I mean, you're not spoiling it to me because obviously I've seen it, and I guess if you know, we'll just do the typical countdown and give us like what five, ten minutes to right. talk about it. Right. I mean, unless right. Ed's going to be on his hold on, is Ed, is Ed dusting off a soapbox? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to go that deep into it because, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't the worst Bond movie ever made. Because I mean, I can I can I could probably 
think of one or two more that I would be like, yeah, I didn't like this one, you know, for different right. reasons or whatever. And I, like I said, it's my personal opinion. It's not like, you know, like what I say, what I'm going to say in the next three, two, one is terrible. It's just, it, it, it just, for me, it wasn't, I didn't like, and I think we could, we've talked about this many times before the kid element. Uh, when they enter right. a kid into a movie in a franchise that really shouldn't have one, I think that destroys the whole thing. You know, right. kind of thing. Right. The family element. I mean, Bond is not a family element movie. It's just not. You just right. How do you, how right. do you, how do you put that in there? I mean, granted, I mean, you know, Bond may want to roll and die and have kids one day. That's fine, but not during a mission. You know. <laughs> like, well. Okay, I mean, let's let's take this point. I I understand the point. I think that the struggle of it is is that inevitably, I think when you try to modernize a character like that, I think you there's a there's a pendulum swing mm-hmm. because as a person before I went to see that movie, I tried to watch every other Bond movie right before I went to go see that one. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch like twenty four movies before I could even get to to that okay you know and i didn't i fell short because i was in the middle of skyfall before we saw it i never went back to finish skyfall because i'm like well maybe i'll watch the daniel craig movies together as a as a group but i felt like when you look at where bond started because when you see connery's bond and even um uh what do you call it roger moore's bond they were very um chauvinistic Mm -hmm. women were you know it was like girls guns and gin Mm -hmm. you know know, almost like it was definitely and and don't get me wrong it was girls guns and gadgets Mm -hmm. there you go um it took me a second pass to come up with a better line a better line (laughs) (laughs) um and and he is very a arch atypical male figure through the 60s 70s 80s and and in the 90s they they with the Timothy Dawn era, he's still kind of a smack a woman right before I kiss her kind of dude. No. And, and it wasn't until Pierce Brosnan's era where they tried to make women more up to speed with Bond because they were getting some shit. You know, like he was a relic of, an, of a bygone era, that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I understood that, but I felt like during his movies, Brosnan's movies, they made more female antagonists. Like the only way that you could match Bond is by making the female a strong female also be a villain, you know? And I was like, that seems a little cheap. I mean, you know, granted you had Halle Berry. She was a good guy, but she was also an agent too. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think um, Denise Richards was, she was like middle ground, like I'm pretty, but I'm smart. And, uh, but ultimately I still need James Bond to save my ass mm-hmm. where, where Halle Berry has already established herself as an action star at that point. So you know what's going to buy her playing damsel in distress, mm-hmm. you know. So you need her to be able to kick some ass, and you know, fine. But then Craig's character, his Bond, was a reboot, and like, well, since we're rebooting him, we can make him more modern and more human mm-hmm. in a way. And I was like, okay, so him having a kid in in this movie and not knowing it is very Bond like in mm-hmm. a way because how much he's just been like nailing women left and right for 24 movies. Mm. Well, before his movies, like it was just like, I'm going to sleep with you, get my information and toss you aside. Cause that's what women were for the most part in bond films. And, mm. and, and in, in Daniel Craig's bond movies, he, they try to work on him having a relationship, like trying to balance 
spy life with a love life and that never it it's 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 a dicey mm-hmm. you might say mm-hmm. it's like i felt like um where casino royale you had vespa and he she was kind of like they were in love and she fucks him over in a way forced to fuck him over and then dies so he's scarred by that so he doesn't have really any real relationship in the second one quantum of solace he never gets romantically involved with the woman he's with in that movie Mm -hmm. um and then skyfall he's too busy running around for that i think skyfall and specter there was no like well it was more it was more of the mission you know type of thing right with with, uh with um uh m you know with, with that kind of like that relationship there in a way, you know, I mean, it's not a love relationship, but it's a relationship there that he was dealing it's, with that he needed right, to. Yeah. yeah. Professional, like professional relationship with M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with her being done at Skyfall. Um, so then you have, you know, Spectre and then you have no time to die. In no time to die. Like I said, start off, I felt like it gave good, uh, an homage to on her majesty's secret service. Because in her Majesty, because for those people who don't know anything about James Bond, he was at one point married mm-hmm. briefly, mm-hmm. and I thought that they were going to go down that path with the movie because you know, especially when they're doing they're paying homage with like using all the time in the world as a quote, and I'm like, oh, are they going to kill off this woman that he are they married? Is that Mrs. Bond? Like, and uh, they never it never got that far, but him being like a dad, I was like, all right, I mean, it was. To me, it just seemed inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, what else did you not like? I didn't like the, and this is this is good for it's going to get a little bit tricky, I think, in terms of this. I didn't like the replacement 007, and not because she was a woman, because I think she was inept in this movie. Like, I don't think she was like, I'm like, <laughs> Bond, like, is this like ultimate spy, and it's like, like, like James Bond, like Daniel Craig's character, James Bond, gives her like basically the tip to find somebody kind of thing and you're going and he, and she mentions that and like in later in the thing when she's tracking down i forget who the the guy he was she was tracking down it was right. uh type of thing but she you know she she's like oh thanks to thanks to you know him you know kind of thing and the whole like the fighting over the 007 moniker type of thing was just kind of like all right it's it's kind of jokey but it was kind of weird at the same time it wasn't I don't think they they presented it correctly. If they wanted, they were you know joking around with that. It took far too serious of a thing. And then there was a part where they were running, and basically the the uh, Swan, Doctor Swan, gets kidnapped with his his daughter, daughter, and she she shows up, and she, he goes, "Where were you?" And it's just like there should have been more to that scene because you're going, "Yeah, where were you? You were tracking this person down, and this person." Was right. like basically he killed her. Like Bond kills the guy. It was the it was the CIA agent. That's who he, she was. She was looking after. Right, for. right. Uh, it was Felix? Not Felix. It was the other guy. Uh, Felix. Okay. Felix was Felix bought the farm um, at that point. Right. But it was the uh, it was okay. the CIA operative. That's the guy who smiled too much. You know, when they met in the bar. Gotcha, 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 I just can't gotcha. think of his name right now off the top of my right. head. But it's just like 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 she was tracking him down like where why what did you why didn't you help you know kind of thing and then like some of the special some of the fight scenes were so terrible um i'm sorry <laughs> not the fight scenes i'm i'm going to say the the 
the scenes where like they're driving and they're, all those cars are following him in the, in the ground and then the one comes up to the one side and he knocks it down. All right, okay, fine, right? But then the other you one comes... the big scene in the woods? Yes. I like that scene. Uh, I mean, I like, I like the sequences. You know? Like like the 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 the, the some of the some of the, some of it was good, but like they did like they did the one like the first it was the first two first two ga- I call gags or first two sequences that happens because the two trucks are following him, the one comes to the last, and he does the you know bump and they go down the hill kind of thing, and right, you're going right, right. all right classic classic not, figures you know kind of thing, but the next henchman comes up on the right hand side and he does the same exact thing, and you're going. I guess these are. I guess they run out of smart henchmen. Is is that is, is that what it is? You know, the kind of thing. And then he gets bumped off. And you're going. They just did the same gag twice in the same scene, basically. And you're going. Right. And, and I, now I'm like, now I'm not buying it. Like, like now, like, I'm like, just shut off. I'm like, I'm like, nope. You lost me now. That was terrible. Like the that, that second guy goes. Well, I'm, I'm I'm not that stupid. I'm not doing that. I'm going on the right side. You know, it's like right. You know, he's going to do the same exact thing, and you got bumped. Like like, how dumb are you? You know, kind of thing. And you're going, oh my god. Like, and it was just constantly that kind of stuff. And you're going, oh, it's so predictable. It's so predictable. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, don't you know who this guy is? You know, I mean, yeah. And you're going, all right, whatever. You know, and and. You know, like like it, 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 there 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 was just a lot of elements that just made it terrible to me. You know, it was just like it wasn't okay. a good flow. And like I said, like I said, it's just my opinion. I'm sure people loved the movie, thought it was the greatest send off for Daniel Craig. I thought that scene in in the woods. I thought that was Bond at his most primal, his most vicious, because it's him protecting what he now assumes is his daughter. Right. And the woman that, you know, he, the mother of his child, I guess. And I thought that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, and then of course though, when that CIA operative was in the truck and he's like sitting there and laying there injured and trucks being creaked down, you knew it was going to happen. You're just going sure. like, what's, what's the send off going to be? And I, I wasn't really that impressed with what Daniel Craig said. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no witty witticisms, you know, like kind of thing, you know, laugh I, well, off I that. Maybe not. Cause he's not, it's, he's not that bond or at that. I mean, there were some funny moments in the movie, but at that point I just kind of felt like he was, he couldn't be because he was so, I guess, you know, like, um, um, I have, I don't know. He was just like on, on murder mode, I guess you can kind of say. <laughs> and like I said, it was, it's just my opinion. And like I said, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it just did critically well. And, you know, huh? and, and I, I can't wait to see the next one. Like, it doesn't turn me off from Bond. It just, you know, they're, they're, to me, they're not whole hit misses. I mean, there's movies that we probably disagree on that we're, you think is a good Bond movie or I think is a good Bond movie and they think it's terrible. I mean, I know Sipon and I had a couple conversations about Bond movies. Like, really? You like that one? I'm like, yeah, it was the th- I thought that was like one of the good ones. And he was like, no, that was terrible. It was this movie? I'm like, oh, man, that's, ter- you know, yeah, I, everybody's I, got I, their different tastes, you know. I, I walked away with from No Time to Die with like a, like, not, uh, my, my, I feel like as far as like Bond villains go, I thought he was one of the weaker ones. Because the, here's the thing. I didn't know the guy's name. I still don't know the guy's oh, name. The, like, well, the actor or the character? The, the character. Okay. <laughs> I, I know it's Rem, Rem, Remy Malik. <laughs> Remy Malik, right. Is, is the, but the actor. Me, like, but I don't know the I don't know the character's name. And guess what? I don't care. Right. Like I kind of felt like, so this is the guy, spoiler alert, who gets to, f- someone finally takes Bond out. Finally. And it's a gardener. 
<laughs> Took the gardener to take him out. <laughs> right. It's just it's it's like you might as he's like to me there was just like his his villainous was just not villainy enough. I mean had now I understand and I appreciate that, you know, um Blowfield might have had a little bit to do with it, but not enough to make him the old he never got the satisfaction of knowing he got Bond in the end. Mm-hmm. Like, spoiler alert, they, they Bond sacrifices himself to save everybody, which is an a un it's a very unlike Bond thing to do in a franchise full of Bond movies. <laughs> you figure like like to me it was like, well he's he's James Bond. Of course he's gonna find a getaway. He's gonna be like some sort of trick or something he remembers and you know, he zip lines down a giant mountain while there's explosions going off behind him and he lands on a rubber raft and he rides off into the distance. Like mm-hmm. with some like, oh, James kind of moment and end credits. You know? <laughs> Except I don't I wouldn't even I don't mind the fact that he wouldn't have a girl in his arms at the end of the movie, you know, kind of thing. Right. And you're going and, and, and the what happened to him. I'm like, you know what, that's fine. That that was uh, like kind of satisfying in a way. Like you go and, right. but I, but now I, I feel yeah. like 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 now I'm like I'm like what are they going to do in the future? Like to me now, like to me this is the last Bond film. Like in a way, I mean I'm I'm going to go. Yeah, I want to see it because I want to see what the next thing because it said at the end James Bond will return. I'm right. thinking, and, and okay, so they think they said that this year they're gonna they're gonna do the hunt for a new Bond, like find out who's going to new 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 James Bond in 2022. And I'm like, all right. In the end, I was like. Like, I thought I'd be mad or upset that they killed off James Bond, but I was also I was I wasn't. I was like that wasn't. Like I guess that it didn't that didn't bother it didn't me in the bother least. Bother me. Like I thought it would because, like I said, I just sat through like you know twenty two other films of Bond and and to have his arc end with his death, I, I was like, and, and I'll and I'll and I'll, right. t- and I'll tell you why you're not upset, and I probably as, as many Bond fans as his words because we've had what five other Bonds right before him. So, to, to, like, like Doctor Who, like, like there's a new Doctor. Like, yeah, of course, people don't like him at first, but then they turn around for the most part. For the for the most right. of the time, same with Bond. It's just like, oh, there's a new Bond. I don't know. Hey, he's doing the same exact thing right. in this movie. That instead of this bad guy doing this for world domination, he's doing this, you know, kind of thing. And so you're go, so you're kind of going, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going along for the ride. Like, I don't care. And saying yeah. he's like, oh, he died at the end. Yeah, they'll make it. They'll have another one. Just, yeah, I mean, just I was, sign I was his satisfied. name somewhere else. I was satisfied. I was like, my thought was like, well, I guess he was really, he really was, really held to this. Was his last time at Bond? Like he wasn't. There's no amount of zeros to bring him back for another one. <laughs> like, and I was like, I was okay. I just didn't like the villain being the guy. Like, I would have rather have seen a reboot of of Give Me Jaws, like like a reboot of Richard Keel's Jaws. Like, give me another or. I wish they brought. I wish they could have found a way to bring back Dave Bautista, you know, because he was in the last movie, like as a one of a bad guy. But I was just like, really, this is the guy who gets the, this is the guy who gets the 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 feather in the cap of going out of all the people out of all the decades of Bond. It's this guy because <laughs> it's the thing. Like at the beginning of the film, when you see him for like the first time, and you're you know, and 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 it's like, oh my god, like this this guy is ruthless. Like you're you're going like this is going to be awesome, you know, kind of thing. Right. And, and then he doesn't show up until like the very end. Yeah, it doesn't show up to the end. He bookends it, and you're going, really. This is this is what we waited because the whole situation like set up and all. And I'm like, oh man. And then there was too many like sub villains and all this other crap. And you're going, and and, and oh. I also felt like they, again, we're gonna obviously we're spoiling it, but there's the moment where, um, this thing that 
Bond was already kind of dead anyway because he kind of got poisoned with this nanotechnology that was able to kind of pinpoint a person's DNA and kill that stra- that person through their own DNA. Mm-hmm. And it was used with nanotechnology. And to me, little ne- nanotechnologies are electrical robots. Tiny, very right. tiny, right? Well, they give Bond an EMP watch. <laughs> That's supposed to take out anything electronic. Like he uses it to blow a guy, the guy's camera eye out and kill him. And in my in my thought, I'm like, couldn't he have? Shouldn't that have destroyed the, the poison in him? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I I thought about that once, and I didn't bring it up again because we were talking about it, and I was like, and I'm like, and I'm like, and, I, and it didn't like because it, it, when as soon as especially the eye thing, I was I'm like, wait, a minute, if he blew his eye out, then why can't he? Do, like in my head, it was like, like, why can't he then then nanotechnology die since he just you know EMP'd that guy's eye out? Basically. Right in my head, I'm like, well, there's how you destroy it because you just destroy it all, and then you can if all the technology's dead, and and then the person who created it is dead too because you know spoilers never bad, very few bad guys ever make it at the end of a Bond movie. So then he's not necessarily fine, but he could have a happier ending than the one he got. Like, but they didn't. They went. They went now. You know what? We're 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 this guy is done as Bond, and we're going to make him so done that not only we're going to poison him, we're also going to blow up the land around him. Like, like it's like we're making sure. Like, oh no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, well, I guess he's not. Like, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, and like I said, I I guess maybe that's the reason why I was okay. I was like, well. I didn't see the, you know, I think we got up and left. Like, I don't I don't remember seeing the Bond movie back thing. It was, like, like, right at the end, yeah. Right, they, it's always, always at the end. I'm like, okay, well, I was satisfied. I walked out, I'm like, all right, well, so they did something different, something I'm never going to see. I'm like, so they can't do that again? You know, at least not for another 25 years or 50 years. Like, I, I just don't want it to become a, a trend where, like, okay, now whoever gets the mantle next, they're going to kill off that Bond because then it becomes redundant. It's like... Well, no, I just just change the actor. Like, I know that you were kind of you mentioned that you weren't really keen on the the female 007, and it, not for the female part. Like I say, like like I like it just it worked. Was, it's right. It's the same. If it was, if it's because not because of the Me Too human. That's the same. I don't want to say that. Like like right. misogynistic. I don't care if Bond's a woman. Doesn't bother me in the least. Let let go right ahead. But she was so inept as, as the character of being Bond. You're going. She's not Bond. She wasn't well, Bond. She was not like she was not good enough to play Bond. Like she she basically got the tip. Like you know, Bond always had that. Like you know, he was very knowledgeable, very on top of everything. You right. know, he he always kind of was like one step ahead of everybody, right? Whether you knew it or not, and he he always seemed to know it. Like he always had that one little bit of information or that one little trick up his sleeve to be able to get one up over the person who he was dealing with mm-hmm. and you're right she never had that but i remember back in the day when, back in some of the earlier shows when they announced that there was a woman being 007 in this movie and that it was like a big deal and of course you know and i remember saying it on the show i'm like she's not gonna be james bond she's not gonna be 007 by the i was like 007 is a number yes and we've already established that there's only you know 007 is a number mm-hmm. but i'm like there's no way that they're going to let daniel craig not have that number by the end of the movie. There's just not because, mm-hmm. and I was, and it was one of the very few times I kind of watched. I'm like, 
oh wow, this this kind of worked out exactly how I saw it was going to happen. She was going to be James Bond. He was going to be like, okay, whatever. And then by the end, he was going to get it back anyway. Mm. You know, and then be Bond one last time or for whatever to be do his mission. And then he'll again at the time I thought you know he'd swoop down, save the day, right off into the sunset, and I'm double oh seven, woohoo, or or retire mm. like. They could have been like, okay, after his last mission, he could have been like, I'm done, I'm out. And then you could have fast forward like 30 years and be old man Bond sitting there watching his daughter, you know, run along a beach or something. Mm. You know, but instead they, they bumped him off. And I was I was like, all right, well, it's his last movie anyway, so sure, why not? Why not do something different? <laughs> right. Kill him off. Kill him. You know, I, I, all right, sure. Who's next? <laughs> you, know, like, you know, and then the big question is who are you going to get? Are you going to get – because – I don't care if Bond's a woman either. I think, I think that traditionally and um, literarily, you know, because they still make Bond books. It's not Ian Fleming writing them. It's other people. Mm. He's still male. He's still James Bond. He's still that character. And I think that as, as much as I say, it, it's like I'm okay with I think that Bond generally has to be male and British. You know, oh, British, it, definitely. I mean, I, you I can't think... have an American actor try to put a British accent on. Yeah. I, that, it never works out well. You know, I feel like you're going to need a British guy, like Henry Cavill. Sure, Idris Elba. I'm always in, on the. I'm always like, in that camp. You know, make it Idris Elba. He's pretty good. He want does. I don't think wants it. But again, throw enough money at somebody. Um, I think that there's other actors out there that can pull it off. You know, we'll just wait and see. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Sip on, did he like it? No, he didn't like it either. Yeah. Okay. That's and he, one of the few times I think everyone, both of you, was like, I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he, I mean, he says, I mean, because he'll, he'll stretch anything to the to the max and, and, and try and enjoy it, but he right. did not like that one at all. And, uh, you know, he was in the, kind of like in the same camp as me for a lot of lot of uh, the things we touched, talked about. So, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and, of course, though, the other thing I watched, um, uh, of course, had to be the uh, first episode of um, The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, yes, I saw that as well. What did you think? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. I, um, I, I'll be honest. I think the flashback episodes are going to get kind of tiresome on me <laughs> because I don't care. Like, here's what I cared about. How do you get out of the Sarlacc pick? Uh, pit. Oh, you showed it to me. Done. Fine. Hey, you know what? When you first meet Boba Fett, he's kind of dressed like a, a sand person. He's got everything on it. How do you get? Oh, he got rescued by those people. Or, oh, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need the story of the story of what he did with while he was with the sand people. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Okay. What I care about is he's now sitting on that throne in Jabba's and he's trying to maintain or trying to be uh, a warlord, basically, right. or, or a dime boss. Yeah. Right. He's being. He's trying to be Godfather. Of the area, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and you got to flex some muscles sometimes. And okay, got it. You know what? That makes perfect sense. Completely okay with it. I just don't know if I need the you know the flashback stuff. I'm I'm sure. Like I trust the people in charge. Um, okay, I will go along for the ride. I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was nice. Um, I don't know if, how well you know, like pop culture ed mm. <laughs> the show park and recreations mm-hmm. um there was an episode about like eight years ago when the show was on air that they had Patton oswald on the show and he 
had this eight minute monologue to try to keep this council people busy while there were some, something was going on. Mm-hmm. And he kind of describes like how they could re how they could continue on in the star Wars movie. And he basically describes the opening scene of how Boba Fett gets out of the Scar- Sarlacc pit. Like, Twin twin sons fade out. Hand comes to the ground. It's Boba Fett, and they're like, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, and I didn't obviously. It took me took somebody way smarter than me to post that on the internet, and I was like, oh my god, that's actually genius. Which makes me now want to watch, rewatch that episode to see if Pat Oswalt gets a little bit of credit for that scene, <laughs> <laughs> because because when he did it, it was all ad lib. He was just t- free. You know, there was it wasn't part of a script. He was just off the top of his head, you know, improvising that entire scene. And I'm like, and there you, then you see it in the show. And I'm like, I wonder if he got a credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to talk about things. Usually they have a documentary about the, you know, the book, but like they did it with the other two. Well, they did like right. four or five episodes of the first season of Mandalorian. And I think it was just one episode of, of the second season of Mandalorian. I'm sure they're going to do one for Book of Boba Fett. So I'm sure somebody's going to, hopefully somebody mentions that because I'm sure the internet's going to be like, you got to talk about Patton Oswalt doing his, his bit for eight minutes. You know, for I, uh, I, I thought the movie, I thought the show was good. I liked it. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go along with the ride because it's, I like the character. I like, I like what's her face, uh, Fennec more. Mm-hmm. Um, but by, just because I like her, I like her, the actress. I like, um, she's great, you know. Ming-Na. So, right. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm in it because she's awesome. He's awesome. The, the, I want to see where it goes. Like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? How is this? Where does this fall in the timeline of the rest of the Star Wars characters? Like, uh, what's. I mean, obviously, it happens during the time with Luke being Return of the Jedi time, mm-hmm. at least after Return of the Jedi. So I'm like, okay, well, are you going to get any kind of surprise moments in the show? You know, I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I enjoyed it. Point blank, I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it next week because it's Star Wars, and I, I, I liked it. So, what do you think? Uh, the only problem I had was too short. It was just too fucking short. <laughs> I wanted more. Um, you know, I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree and disagree with you about the backup, the bla- uh, the the the, the ba- uh, whatever the backstory, backstory type of thing. You know, the flashbacks. That's what the word I was looking for. Um, you know, it was just like I, I liked it. I, I like it spelled out for me. I know. I might, I might like make it easy for me to, to you know, to, to spoon it in my, you know, in my brain. Right. Um, so, you know, so it was good that way, you know, and, and, you know, like granted, you're right. Cause I, I've, um, Arrow, uh, was on the CW and they used to do a lot of flashback scenes because it starts out the, the, that show started out with him being on an island, being rescued. Right. And then through the, like the first few seasons, it's always flashbacks of what happened on the island versus what's happening in, you know, present day. And right. it did get tiresome after a while, but I'm talking like I think it was like three seasons it was doing this, and you're going, uh, you know, you, is it going to be every because he was on the island for seven years? Is we going to do a seven year show and it's going to be every season? It's <laughs> like every year right. it's going to the one year on the island or whatever. So 
Uh, eventually, they did stop that and they moved on. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that maybe it was just like a, it's going to be maybe like one or two episodes because I'm sure they're going to give us a little bit more in season, you know, episode two. But I hope everything, you know, it's like all right. I think we're all caught up now at this point. You know, like I think, right. like, like you said, you're right. Like like at this point, you go all right. We found out how he got. Oh, sorry, like how he got that stuff. So you're going okay. That those two things. There might be one or two more that they're going to you know paint on for the next. They you know. they even went as far as to answer how he got how he lost his armor. In the first episode, mm-hmm. Jawas. It's always Jawas. It's uh, filthy you know, creatures, right? Hootie! <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought they were so brutal because <laughs> he took that right. rifle, <laughs> butt of the rifle, and bam, right in the face. I was like, "Oh my god, those are brutal little bastards!" <laughs> like uh, in my head, I'm like, "Okay, first episode, you answer the questions: how he got out of the Sarlacc pit, how he lost his armor, how he wound up with the sand people." Got it done. Let's move on. Right. <laughs> like I, I didn't. And now a coworker of mine mentioned that this he's wondering if the same people that rescued him were not, not really rescued him. I don't even know why they even captured him in the first place. Probably just, just slavers, for all I know. Right. Um, but because of their garb, my coworker was curious to see if they were going to make those same people the same people who worship Darth Vader. Because in the storyline, because, you know, Anakin came back down to Tatooine, murdered a whole bunch of sand people because of his mom, mm. that there is a sect of sand people who worship Vader as a, as an, as a god. Hmm. Um, and, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I looked at him. I was like, they really did that? And he's like, yeah, you know, in, I think in a comic or in a storyline of some sort. And I was like, oh, OK. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. It would be interesting if it tie. I mean, it, clearly it's not going to tie into the uh, Obi-Wan series, but all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, maybe it will. It depends on when it happens. I, no, it probably won't. <laughs> like, right. Because right, right. pretty much that, all that stuff was not canon because they said, yeah, that's that. And they gave it some other name, like the high. Right. That's uh, the Legends. Legends, Legends that's it. Yeah. And, you know, so you, you're, so you're going, it's, it's a different universe, you know, or basically, or, or you know, right. a, you know, a variation of it or whatever. So you kind of go and, yeah, they're just going to take ideas, whatever, you know, so they might, you know, I ain't saying it won't, but yeah. I mean, odds are, like, I don't think so. I mean, look, if they're willing to remove Thrawn, say Thrawn was part of Legends, and then bring them back into it in some way, shape, or form, like, I don't know, it's Disney. You just kind of go, all right, I mean, I hope you know what you're doing, and as long as it seems to fit, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Mm-hmm. That's the way I kind of feel with the show. I'm, I'm going to watch it uh, because um, I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan. I have been since I was a kid. Right. More Star Wars isn't always a bad thing. It's just some Star Wars isn't going to be for me. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I, and as long as I think I, I think you realize that, that's the way I feel about Bond. I have my Bond era, and I like Bond as a character. Sometimes Bond movies are going to sit with me, and some aren't, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Like. There's probably some out there who thinks that Daniel Craig's Bond is it's their Bond. It's he's the best Bond ever. Right. He because he doesn't do this, this, and this like the old ones did. He's not too much on the gadget, the hokey gadgets. He's more grounded in reality. And some people like that. I'm okay with it. My Bond has been and always will be Connery. And I know that that comes with him smacking a woman around sometimes. You know, <laughs> but you know, it's just sleeping with a woman just to keep his job. I mean, I, I I don't emulate that characteristic of that of that character, mm-hmm. but I think Sean Connery to me was the best Bond, mm-hmm. and 
I know your favorite Bond's Roger Moore. Yes. And it's okay. <laughs> like I just feel like that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody. I mean, said everybody's got everybody got their favorite doctor. Everybody's got their favorite, you know. And that's right. the way it is. And that's said. I'm like, I like some of Daniel Craig's movies. Like I thought they were really good Bond films. You know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, they said some of them. Like you said, did some resonated more than others to me. That was like, oh, that was really good. And you know, it was right. a good spy thriller or whatever. And you're, you're, you 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 kind of go along with it and, and and you moved on. And then. You know, like I said, just this one wasn't the one for me. So, like, you know, gotcha. like I saying, so I'm just, you know, that's what I'm going to put with that and uh, move right. on with it. So, um, so after anything else besides uh, add the, the book of Boba Fett? Um, well, I see. The, the, that's it for watching stuff. I did watch a couple of things, but like, like, uh, uh, there were a couple of specials on Netflix. It was called Jimmy Carr, stand-up comedian. So I was watching a couple of his episodes. Okay, there was a there was a stand-up. I was watching a lot of stand-up too. Uh, of um, oh crap, Jim Gaffigan. There was a, there was a new one. Oh, that, yeah, he's they, got a new one. New one. I watched that. Um, I enjoyed that one. Um, you know, I, I, you know, it was just it was those kind of things. But then one thing I did what found is because it this year is ending. You know, and you if you have a voodoo account you can scan movies certain movies and pay two dollars to get the digital version of that movie right so i had a little extra money and also too there's also movies you can buy you know that we've been talking about in the past for sale so i was i went a little crazy because it was the end of the year and there were some good sales and i'm like you know what i, I want i was like oh i'm gonna buy this or buy this so the first one I bought was the Spider-Man trilogy. This is the original trilogy, and it came with five okay. movies. It came with the Spider-Man movie, of course, Spider-Man two, Spider-Man two point one, Spider-Man three, and then Spider-Man three: The Editor's Cut. So uh, uh-huh. I, I picked that up for like I think it was like twenty five bucks. I was like, okay. it's like five bucks a movie. I'm thinking, ah, you know, that's that's what the going rate is for it, type of thing. And then they had I don't know if they're still going on or not, but they had a Star Wars sale, and I keep circling around and circling around for this and one day i just like you know fuck it i'm doing it eight bucks a piece the full trilogy set is i think 70 dollars it was 30 dollars less it's usually 100 dollars yes yeah, it was 30 dollars less right yeah it's on sale so it's like 69.99 right. and i'm like i have i have the sequel trilogy already on digital i don't uh-huh. have the original and then i noticed when i was looking at it that all the featurettes for each of the movies is there to purchase with the movie. Right. So I said, well, it's a no burner to me. I mean, they were eight bucks a piece, which is still a little high, but it's star Wars. So I was like, right. I'm buying the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. So now I have them all digitally. So I was like, so you have like the, the you bought the nine movie set. No, I didn't buy the nine movie oh, set. Okay. I bought them individually. You know, oh, so okay. eight times six times eight is what six times eight is forty eight. So I, uh-huh. I, you know, so I saved a little bit of money. You know, it's I spent you know fifty. You know, I saved another twenty dollars because I right. basically you bought you know, the ones that you wanted. Right. So I so I bought them. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm trying to think. Is there any other ones I bought? I did buy. They were five bucks a piece, and I couldn't help myself. Uh, Daredevil, Daredevil director's cut. <laughs> I only bought the director's cut. I didn't buy the other one because I thought I was like. I don't know if I could justify buying the same movie twice. <laughs> with you know, I was like, I got, I got a little scratch on me, just not enough to buy to double dip in the Daredevil. <laughs> right. And I also bought the Punisher, the uh, Thomas Jane Punisher okay. uh, movie uh, type of thing. I also bought 
these are the ones I, like I said, I purchased through Voodoo. So Street Fighter and Street Fighter, the Street Fighter, the Legend of Chun Li, and the F- Legend of Chun Li, the uh, unrated director's cut or whatever it is, whatever they call I, it. I'm always circling that one too because I remember watching it going, okay, it wasn't horrible, horrible, but I definitely felt like, all right, well, maybe I can, uh, you know, get away with buying that one at, at another date. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like five bucks, and I and I think that's the cheapest they're going to go because I was like. Oh, the other thing I bought, because I did buy it, because it was cheaper, so I couldn't help myself. It was $4. I bought Mordecai. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know why. That movie, that movie, I enjoy that movie. I, I, I don't think I liked it at first, but then it grew on me type of right. movie. And it's basically the British version of um, the Pink Panther. Right. It's the British, right. you know, Clouseau. Yeah, type of thing. It's, it's their kind of version of it. So I was like, I go out myself. So I, I, I end up buying all those, you know, because it's the thing. So, but the thing is, like I said, like, like you get a hundred movies a year to scan and for right. $2 a piece. So I was like, you know, thing. I'm, I apparently had a lot of, there's no number or whatever, but I was fi- trying to figure out how many I, I bought. And I'm thinking, all right, you know what? Let me go through and see how many I can scan before it stops me because it will tell right. you, you know, you've reached your limit for the year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, it's getting close to the year. So I went nuts and I was like, I bought Kick Ass, I bought Kick Ass 2, Men in Black 3 and 2, 2 and 3, because I already had one. Right. Uh, a Christmas Story, which I, I don't have, didn't have. Um, Ghost Rider, the original Ghost Rider. Okay. I have Spirit of Vengeance already. Uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Uh, Muppet Christmas movie, Muppets in Space, Muppets Take Manhattan, uh, The Big Lebowski, The Secret of My Success, uh, Serenity, a uh, movie called Tekken. It's a, it's a video game movie. Right, right. Uh, Tropic Thunder, The Truman Show, Unforgiven, Van Helsing, The Wiz, The Wizard of Oz. And let's see, uh, the Legend of Hercules, which is the other Hercules movie that came out with when um, um, The Rock came out with his. And I never saw it. And I was kind of like, you know, I, I do like the Legend. I like Hercules movies. So I figured out I'll just for two dollars, I'll do it, you know, kind of thing. Uh, the Mask with Jim Carrey. Uh, they okay. Live with uh, Roddy, uh, Roddy Ray Piper. Uh, the Austin Power movies, all three of those. The Aviator, Beetlejuice. Tomb Raider, both Tomb Raider movies, <laughs> and that was it. That was all the that was all wow. the movies. Yeah, so I went I went nuts, and I think I had I still could keep going. Oh, and the Big Bus, that was the other one. I'm sorry, the Big Bus. This is an old '70s movie. Um, it was kind of like the disaster movies that they would have, uh, especially I think the airplane movies they had with the uh, the different ones. But this was on a big bus. <laughs> it's a spoof comedy. I saw it a okay. few times when I was young. I thought it was funny. I don't know if it's funny now. I have to watch it again to see how funny that was. But that's that's uh, that's that's my list. It was a, it was a long list, but uh, like I said, I, I I couldn't help myself. I was like, right, I gotta I gotta get <laughs> I gotta see what I can get for two dollars a piece. So you know, I was like, all right. right. So I scored. I up think there I think there is a um, an app or. There is a way to find out how many of the hundred that you're allowed to get. How many? There is a way to um, find out how many you've already done throughout the course of the year. I okay. just remember it. I think I remember watching like reading it on Reddit. Okay. There was a, a website, or you can go to your if you go to like the app, or if you go to the website and you look at your account. I think there's an option to say like how many you uh, D to D as they call it. 
direct to digital, right? You know, or download to digital, or what it is. There is a way to figure it out. But all right, all right. So I, I did a little little digital shopping too this week. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, so I, I mean, uh, that was your week. I mean, I, that was it for me. So I mean, like, it's your well, turn. I, my week. Look, I'll be honest. It's, it's rough. Um, I work in retail. We've talked about it many times, and this week is is kind of shitty. To be <laughs> honest, um, I had to work both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, um, but that's okay. The mall was short hours, so I got like we got out like around six, well seven ish. Um, uh, I mean, people, Ed. There are moments in my job where I realize how much I dislike people. <laughs> just, just that they they the dripping how people come into the store acting entitled to shit that they know nothing about. <laughs> I I can't tell you how many times today I had to look over a person and go, you know what? I will answer that question as soon as I'm done with the person I'm with right now. Like. You see me interacting with somebody. You see me ringing somebody out. Why do you feel the need to now jump on my ass to ask some random ass question? Because you're too impatient to wait. Like, like I shouldn't have to. If you're a child, you know what? Ch- children get a, almost a pass. You know, and I won't be directly rude to them because I'm like, you're a kid. You're kind of a wild animal. You need to be broken before you. You don't know. Like. You don't know. You <laughs> yeah, know? that's true. I've... <laughs> you know, you don't. You just don't know. You're a kid, and you're just impulsive, and you just want to know. Excuse me, sir. Can I ask you a question real quick? And you're like, look, it's rude. It's not my job to train you. It's your parents' job to kind of smack in the back of the head and go wait your turn. Right. So I'll I will politely go. Look, what's your question? But I am with somebody. So if you give me just one moment, I, I will. You know, I'll gladly answer your question. Just wait. Give me a moment. But when an adult does it. I'm just like, I feel like you should know better. And it's like, I will look that person dead in the face and go, yeah, I will answer your question on when I'm done with this person first. I mean, unless you want to, unless you want to ask them if I can ask them, answer your question before them. <laughs> well, the, the, I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm not defending these people in any way. Cause you're right. They're, they're assholes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've worked, I worked these different kind of jobs, you know, so you, you kind of get the, you know, the idea of, of what you're going through. But I mean, I'm sure you'd elaborate further, but, uh, <laughs> but this, the thing is like, sometimes like when people, especially like they see these long lines and they see these, like all these people and just want to know, like, do you have this? So if, if you do, I'll wait around and then, you know, some people are going, do you have this? And want to buy it like right then and there. But some people go, I don't want to wait like 25, 30 minutes and ask you this question and then go, then you say no, and then I go, I just wait here 25, 30 minutes just for that no. You know, like I think I'd rather get the no now and leave than, you know, or a yes, and then go, all right, well, you know what? I'm just going to wait for it. I'll just wait my turn, you know, type of thing. I mean, granted, though, most people are assholes and go, you know, they just didn't want to interrupt you and just. Well, I, I was going to say, like, no, look, I agree that there is moments where you wait. And it's like waiting in line and you get a no response. You're like, well, fuck, I just wasted like 20 minutes. Completely understand. Mm. And that I would be sympathetic to maybe if it was the 80s. All right. We live in a modern world where you have a phone. That phone has Google. It also <laughs> has a GameStop app. 
that you could look up and find out just maybe just a little bit of work. Right. Just a little bit of work on your end. Or, I don't know, maybe if you pay really close attention and look at the walls, you'll notice, psst, they're usually in alphabetical order. <laughs> so if you know the name of the game that you're looking for, look in that section. Like, if you want to know if we have Spider-Man, look under the S's. If you don't see it, there's a high probability we don't have it. Very high. <laughs> you know? I don't have that magical back room that all of a sudden I'll be like, yo, we got someone looking for Spider-Man. Chink, here it is. You know? <laughs> we don't have it. I'm sorry. Had you looked at the, you know, well, your your website says we do. Really? Click on it. Just click on it. What's it say? Oh, not available at this store. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> one one little extra step would have solved all your questions. You could have Sherlocked this one out of it. Right. <laughs> <Did you, Like, laughs> but the thing is, it reminds me of, did you ever see, the, I've seen it on Facebook, and I don't know if you have TikTok or not, but apparently there's this guy, and he... And yeah, he, yeah, I follow him on TikTok, where... You know, where he just like he just gets real serious and looks. Yeah, I, I've seen him. I, guy I, with the mustache. Yeah, I follow him all the time. And he's like, "Do you work here? No, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm I'm going to the midnight viewing of. <laughs> I can't even do it in a straight face. Right. I I, I just I kind of like like look. I will if we're slow, and I will give you as much time as you feel like you're needed. If if I'm not doing anything, you have my undivided attention. If you see a line of like five or ten people, it's my job to try to make sure that everyone is happy and pleasant and leaves with everything they need. Mm -hmm. Just a little effort on your case. I mean, just 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 a little. Don't... I, I won't answer the phone at when I have like a line of people because those people got out of bed to come to this store. They deserve my undivided attention. I'm not going to answer their phone because I know the phone's going to be like, yo, you got PS5s? <laughs> or, yo, I have a problem with my machine. I, I don't know what's wrong with it. I, You know what? Have you ever known GameStop to be a tech service? Ever? Yours, yes. <laughs> I've seen you work. So <laughs> I, I, I can honestly say that yes. Because you see, you have, a, you have this problem of wanting to help people. <laughs> you know you know because because i've i mean i've i visit i visit your store and i'm you know we're chatting or whatever and i'll step away when you're you know in the middle of something you know and but like there's a couple of times i'm thinking wow you're going i think to me way beyond what you should be doing you know for for <laughs> this customer you know kind of thing and it's just like you know and i get it i mean like because i'm in sales so i i understand like you want to kind of go that little extra mile because hey just because i didn't help you really with this thing you'll buy something else from me or you know you're, right. you you'll, know. you'll remember your experience and you'll come back to my store right i've had people say i only shop here sean because of the service you provide for for this and i'm right. like thanks i appreciate it i think i'm doing just doing my job but i appreciate it Exactly. And then and I say, and I get it, you know, type of thing. But there are times that you go and you can't do that for everybody. Like, like, right. Because and then. I, I do know my limits. There are some times where a person will come in and want to know something. And I'm like, I can't help you with that. I just can't. Here's where you go. Like, you know what? Amazon might be your best bet. Right. You know, like a guy came in today with a switch and he was getting this message. I don't know what that message is. And I was like, I don't work for fucking Nintendo. I was like, dude, I mean, 
you don't know it's telling you to re- it's telling you to turn the machine off and back on again did you try that <laughs> like <laughs> you know well it won't it won't work and he's pushing the power button on it and it turns off and i'm like seems you got it fine right there like <laughs> like and i'm i'm in a store full of people too and he just comes walking in and and right away you now thinking that you're the most important person in the room so now i'm just going to be just a little bit of a jerk to you just a little bit not enough for you to get offended but i'm also going to make sure that you're just dumb enough to not get it <laughs> you know like i'd be like well i mean he turned it off i'm like well you just turned it off to give it a second turn it back on you know and the thing popped up i'm like yeah i, I can't help you you're gonna have to probably contact nintendo like it looked kind of like beat up like i'm like maybe you got dropped it one too many times like you know because right. he pulled it out of his kid's hand and the kid looked like the kind of kid that just has no concept of how much something is costs. Right. <laughs> you know, but he gets this device, he plays, it, he drops it like 13 times before, right. you know, and then that's all of a sudden doesn't right. work. And then you get, you get mad at him. And then when it breaks, it's because you didn't teach him the difference between what should be taken care of and what shouldn't be. Like I can, again, if you're a child, I expect you to kind of be like clumsy. You're a kid. You don't know that, 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 switch that he's holding in your hand cost you $300. He doesn't have the concept of money. He doesn't know that. He thinks Santa got it for me or I got it for a gift. And that's all they know. So they're, they're going to be a little bit rough because they don't know what it's costs. But then there are some kids in there that do and they just don't care because they're spoiled rotten brats. <laughs> you know, and it's those kids that I love to crush their spirits when they come in. To be able to look them in the face and go, yeah, I don't have that. What do you mean? I just don't have that. Why not? Well, I don't know because I don't make that decision. <laughs> you know? Like I can't. I at least once a day I go, someone on a better pay scale than mine makes that choice. <laughs> you know? And I say it dead ass, just like, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I don't get paid to care about that. Somebody else does. Here's their phone number. Call them. <laughs> <laughs> um but my week so has been has been fraught with like issues and problems and now because it's after the holidays it's returns 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 swap outs do this i don't have a receipt but i swear i got it at this store it's okay fine like you you you, you like it's it's this amount of pressure that kind of just builds and builds and builds and some days I just want to just be like, oh my god! I just want to shut the store for like down for like ten minutes, go in the bathroom, just kind of go, <laughs> and then just get back to it. Like have like a little mini nervous breakdown and go, oh my god! I want to punch every single person that I met today. I, I need to walk away and take a knee. And the problem is I can't do it because t- specifically today I had help for a little while, but they kind of bailed on me because they weren't feeling well, and it's like. Uh, and then I got slammed really hard with a bunch of customers, and I just felt like had I had decent backup, I might have been able to survive without feeling overwhelmed and like pinned against the wall, mm. you know, full of stuff. And it's just sometimes my job is hard because I don't feel like I have the support staff that I f- should have in in my position, <laughs> mm. you know. Like, everyone, I mean, 
I can only do fine. I'll do it myself so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, or hey, do this for me, and then look at it and go, it's done wrong. How did you? How could you fuck up the alphabet? <laughs> like, like what you're supposed to do is when you're doing this job, you're supposed to take this and put it over there. Why didn't you do it? I I don't like. It's just work ethic sometimes kills me. But again, you can't teach work ethic. You have either people have it or they don't. No, right, so, yeah. So it's like, all right, well, I just kind of have to, you know, work or either work around it or work through it or teach those people or just find a way to fucking replace them. And I think 2022 is going to be the year to replacements. <laughs> I just my I'm being being pushed to the limit a little bit. <laughs> but I I did try to find stuff to like relax. I too have bought a couple movies digitally. Okay. Uh, the five dollar thing. I did buy the Mask of Zorro. Oh, okay. The, the first one. It was five bucks. I'm like, all right, you know what? And I watched it the other night, and I forgot how much, how good that movie is. Just a generally good movie. Within like the first twenty minutes, I had to pause, and I'm like, oh my god, the first opening sequence had everything: sword fighting, oh. horse, or you know, horseback riding and racing and punching. I'm like. This was really good, and it was, you know, you have to kind of buy that Anthony Hopkins is a young Zorro <laughs> in the 90s, but then he's wearing the mask, and he just, you know, put mask on, put a dark mustache on him, he smiles, you're like, oh my god, it's Anthony Hopkins, and then you cut away the, the stunt double, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, you know, you have Antonio Banderas picking up the mask, I'm like, and Catherine Zeta-Jones, and I'm like, wow, this movie was just so good. Just It was just an enjoyable movie, and I forgot how much how, how much fun it was to watch that movie. Um, then I also bought, you're going to laugh, Balls of Steel? I think it is. <laughs> um, it's the ping pong movie. <laughs> it was five bucks, and I remember watching that movie and, and really enjoying it. Going, I think that movie's kind of, really actually kind of funny. And it was five bucks. And I'm like, and I looked at it and I'm going, there, it's not really politically correct because you have kind of Christopher Walken playing like an, an, a, an Asian drug lord. Like he's a bad guy. And I'm like, he's not making any kind of Asian. He's not talking in an Asian accent. He's just talking like himself. But I'm just feeling like there's just. <laughs> it's balls of fury. Balls, balls of fury. Thanks. Because I, I have why. it too. <laughs> right. I'm like, I just felt like, I'm like, five bucks, I can throw five dollars at this one and, and, and be like, I got nothing else better to do. Like, the other day I watched Undercover Brother because I liked that movie and I thought that movie was funny and I feel like it's an underrated, it's it's the, we call it the African-American version of, of we call it Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that, I love that movie. It's hysterical to me. You know, white she-devil. Like... <laughs> 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 so, um, so I bought those two, um, uh, those two movies, and then I watched some stuff. Um, let me just grab my notes, make sure I, I adequately say what I did. Um, okay, so Stacy and I, first of the year, watched the Harry Potter 20th anniversary special. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it yet? No, my wife did. She watched it. Okay. Uh, were, you, were you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I'm a fan, but I'm not like, like, my right, name. You're not a Potterhead. Not a really Potterhead. I mean, like, I watched the movies and 
I don't read anything, so that's I read okay. the books. But it's not because it was Harry Potter books; it's because it was a book. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? um, so we watched it last night, like when we got home from work. It was like the thing that we did um, on my New Year's Eve. Basically, it was me and Stacy just kind of. I watched, finished watching The Mask of Zora while she, I think, scrolled TikTok. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was legitimately... No, I'm sorry. She bought a nail set. She wants to try to learn how to do... Her goal for 2022 is learning how to do her own nails. So she was doing that while I was watching <laughs> Mask of Zorro. Like, you can tell we're married because we weren't even doing anything together on one of the New Year's Eve. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were so tired and just so just frustrated with people. Like all we wanted to do was like I like I love you, Stacy, and you're you're I love being with you. But right now I don't want to be anywhere near you. I want to do my own thing. And she felt the exact same way because we were just so fed up with people in general that we didn't even want our own company. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's but she was she was in her nails and I was watching that. But last night we watched the the Harry Potter special and like look, uh, I've read the books, I've watched the movies. Um it's I I teared up a few times, you know, especially when they talk about like Alan Rickman because they do did they do a, like a in memoriam type of thing when they talk about everybody. Um, spoiler, you know, some people have actually really passed away in real life, um, so they kind of touch on that. I mean, there were some for me. It's the idea of like you got all these people together in a room. Like some people showed up, some people didn't like uh, clearly JJ, they didn't want JK Rawlings in it. Cause she kind of had her foot in her mouth a couple times. Mm-hmm. So, however, they did have her in the show because they had an interview with her in 2019 before she started putting her foot in her mouth, apparently. So they use footage of that to kind of like temper in her opinion of like when, you know, how they found Daniel and how they did this. So like it was, she was very, she was in it, but not like a lot. They mm-hmm. kind of just peppered her in there to kind of like, well, you know, she is the person who, and everyone did acknowledge, you know, didn't acknowledge her. They acknowledged her as the writer, um, but they didn't go off brand and just like, like to be like, no one got political. Right. Didn't put it that way. Um, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a nice special to me. It's weird seeing like a movie that's 20 years old and to be able to get everybody together in a room like okay like let's face it do you, does Daniel Radcliffe really need to do a Harry Potter special not really does Emma Watson not particularly you know who also doesn't need to Gary Oldman he was there <laughs> Helen Bottom Carter she's got way more important shit to do than sit down and talk to the kids one again she's there you know, they get Ray Fiennes. I feel like Ray Fiennes needs to be there because he's Voldemort. You can't really talk about Harry Potter without having him. And I know they didn't come. I'm I'm sure they were all paid handsomely to be there. But fucking Gary Oldman, does he really need to, to talk about <laughs> being serious black for like two films? <laughs> the man's a fucking Oscar winner. <laughs> right. But but the, but the idea is, is the fact is that, that like they were stuck in their country and they had nothing else to do. So they're like, they're like, yeah, well, all right, well, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this thing. You know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I just, I, I for me, it was like, I, okay, the kid who plays Ron, Rupert Giles. I, okay. Like I know out of the three of them, Rupert his career Giles? probably didn't skyrocket yeah. the way it should have done it for the way for Daniel and Emma Watson, mm-hmm. you know, He's still an actor, and he's still charming. Like when I was watching Reunion Special, I'm like, I I kind of like the kid. He's kind of nice and he's funny, and you know, um, 
but it's like you can clearly see like you know like the effect that the the series has had on all three of them and it was kind of interesting to like watch them talk about it but I also felt like like do they really like I was glad they did it and I was like okay well you know it's it's they talked to like the directors of all the movies they talked to like most of the actors I'm like okay they had Neville in there but he you could have probably done without him <laughs> you know like it just felt like they just like hey we're gonna ask everybody and we're gonna have a party and everyone kind of showed up and they had like these nice little vignettes of everyone sitting down talking and and maybe behind the scenes like spoiler alert at one point Emma Watts was actually thinking about not returning as Hermione Granger like right after Order of the Phoenix I think or like right to the one right before that one like she was seriously thinking about it. like it was interesting to see how I mean they were kids when they first started you know, like let's say they were all like ten years old. Here you are now; they're in their thirties, and they're looking looking back finally. And she's like, "I there's a point where I was, I was like you, Harry and Ron, the two of the the boys had to be each other, but she was kind of the loner. She kind of was getting like the the reality of stardom hit them all at the exact same time, and they all handled it differently as far as like how they coped with it. And she kind of shut herself off to a point where she was actually not even coming back as, as Hermione. And I'm like, whew, good thing. You know, obviously, she worked through it and everything worked out fine. But it was it's, it was it was interesting to hear like stories that you go, you might not have. Helen, Helen Bottom Carter, she's exactly how like you would think she is. She's just a ball of energy. But she's always been that way. Like every time I see her, she's always kind of funny and, and witty and you know she's walking around with, with Daniel Radcliffe through like the Gringotts set you know because of course they recreate everything or maybe they just went down to Universal Studios for all I fucking know you know <laughs> I think they have a Harry Potter or something down in, in England they say. okay so maybe they stopped there but she was joking around with him like making fun and she was like just I'm like she really doesn't need to be there but she's enjoying every moment you know that uh, while she's there, and same with Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman seemed to be the kind of like you know, just having a grand old time because there's even a moment where the two of them are talking, and I'm like, that's seeing what I thought was impressive about the movies themselves is the while you had the kids who were relatively unknowns, you had a supporting cast of like superstars of that time, mm. and and still are. Like no one's going to argue that Gary Oldman's career dipped after fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, it's. No one's going to say that guy was fucking Commissioner Gordon, Dracula. Now he's um, Winston Churchill, wins him an Oscar. Like, awesome, the, one of the probably one of the best bad guys ever, you know, in the professional. Everyone! <laughs> you know? It's just, he's just a force to be reckoned with. And there he is, just having a laugh and having a good old time. And I'm like, that's. It was endearing. It made me like those people even more as, as people. Outside of just being actors. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like you, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you, just really say you put these people on a high pedestal, a sure. high regard because because they've entertained you in a way. And and I did to me. I'm not saying I'm I'm, I'm different than you no, in no, terms no, of this thing. But they're like they're normal people. So like for them, it's just like somebody goes, "Hey, you want to talk about Harry Potter for a special?" You know. Sure, you know, like, like that's I mean, like, I that's so. that I mean, I that. Guess. I mean, like some some of those actors, even like even the like top ones, they might have not gotten roles because 
or they you know, now they got roles because of Harry Potter or vice versa is the fact is like some people not, might not remember who they were like and and right now that they're you know like like when uh, i mean uh kenneth branoff when he played a character in harry potter i mean he right. wasn't as relevant he's more of a director now than than an right. actor you know kind of thing but it's just like you know he's like i'm going to stretch my acting chops and i'm going to do this one movie that he's you know going to be in and then that's that's it, and he moved on, you know, to whatever he does now. You know, I think he's been directing right. more stuff. Well, he he directs more. I mean, he directed first story, but he did he did direct a um well he directed and starred in Murder on the Orient Express, and he also directed and starred in the sequel to that, which is Death on the Nile. Right. So um, so you 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 know, I'm I mean, just picking that guy, you know, in particular out of because he's the one who sure. came to mind right away. But it just you it's it's those kind of things where you, um, the uh, how do I put this? It's it, they're they're normal people, so it's like you know, like if if unless it was like a crappy movie, like they're not going to be like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll, I'll talk like a couple hours, spend a few hours with you, and, and give my thoughts on whatever you know, some question you're going to sure. ask or whatever. But like like Harry Potter, it's a huge thing. I mean, it was seven films, right? Seven, eight, eight films. Sorry, yeah, the seventh book was two, two films, books, two yeah, movies. two parts, right? So you 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 know, you a lot of those characters were in almost every movie, or they were right. in every movie. So you go and how can you not like be you know like type of thing? Like if 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 Daniel Craig was asked to go back to talk about Bond, I'm sure he's not going to say no because he did five films, I think five, four, five. Sure. Films. I, I also do think that there's some people like, you know, um, that just be like, I don't, you know, it, to some people it was just a job for them. It's great that they felt like they were a part of something, but you know, ultimately I got a paycheck out of it. I move on, you know? Right. And I, and, and for the most part, I think that people like, it's nice. I didn't like, yes, I do put them on a pedestal because you know, they are icons. They're like tall, bigger than life. They're mm-hmm. on the screen and, and you get sucked into like that whole whirlwind stuff. But to see them, that's the reason why I love behind the scenes stuff so much is because you get to see them as them and it makes you like them even more, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they're joking and having a good time, like, you know, and seeing the three kids together you're like, wow, that you're never like that. They were a part of something that, basically resonates with people to this day mm-hmm. you know i mean it's it's some kids star wars it's some kids star trek i mean like stacy reads the books religiously like the moment she gets done a book she, with a series she waits a couple months you know she trails off on something else but every night she kind of falls asleep reading a harry potter mm-hmm. book you know and i was like that's awesome and it's nice to see that they kind of respect that to be able to come back and be able to talk about it mm. you know because i mean it's 20 years since the first movie but only 10 years since the last movie <laughs> you know i mean because they taught it's like been 10 years of their life that they've partake they did this and how can you like, like i said how can you not acknowledge like even daniel Radcliffe said like if it wasn't for this movie i don't think i would be the person i the people that i, I starred with in this in this in these films made me a better actor made mm-hmm. me a better person made me who i am today how can i not want to be a part of that how not like and even like they all admit that it's kind of like they know they don't see each other a lot but they're a family they'll always be there for each other because of what they went through and it's just you know it's nice to see that part of people especially in the in the shitty world we live in now mm-hmm. you know it's nice to see that these 
people. I mean, I know they probably still suffer from more first world issues, but it's still nice to be able to kind of go like to, to go back and go like, yeah, this is who I am. You know, I, I mean, I guess I feel like Warner Brothers is like, well, look, it worked for the fucking Fresh Prince special. It worked for the Friends special. Let's see if we can get everybody from Harry Potter to come together. <laughs> you know, like it seems to be like their their motive, their their motif. Like, oh, well, we got another reunion coming up down the line because what else we own? <laughs> you know, right. I mean, it was it was just enjoyable to watch, and that's kind of like well, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Like, if you haven't watched it, watch it because it's it's almost two hours. Because there's a lot of seven, eight films to cover, but it was very like entertaining and fun, and and like I said, there are moments with the Niagara Falls, Frankie, kind of like, and I didn't think I was going to happen to me, but the moment they mentioned like <laughs> Alan Rickman, I was like, because uh-huh. <laughs> he, in every interview that I've ever seen him, and we talked about it, he seemed to really enjoy being on the set with the kids and having a good time, and apparently like he was a blast to work with, mm. and it, it sucks that. You miss out on those stories. You miss out on, on on seeing. I would have loved to have seen Alan Rickman and and Daniel Radcliffe together today. It would have been charming to see. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you just kind of go, you go, man, fuck, we missed out on that. Like, life sucks, you know. <laughs> um, but so like I said, if you get a chance, I I, I, I probably will watch it because I I I do especially like do like documentaries about stuff. I was actually watching one. It was like called Trouble on the Bridge before we started. It's uh, on uh, Pluto right now, and it's about Star Trek: The Next Generation, you know, and like the, okay. the the stuff that was going on behind the scenes. I was like, and it's like Shatner, I think, is is hosting it, and it's you know they're he's talking to all the like, actors and uh, right. you know what the how the script writing and what was going on and all that kind of stuff, like the true stuff behind the scenes. I'm like, you know, I only saw parts of it, but I'm like, I'm like, it, I was glued, and I'm like, you know, because I am watching Star Trek. The next generation of Pluto because they have a twenty four seven channel that runs that show. So I've, I, and I, I think I've seen all like every episode, you know, kind of thing. Because a couple of times I'm like, I don't remember this, and you're like, oh, okay, it's this episode. Because all of a sudden, like you you start putting it together, and you're going, oh, I remember this episode now. So you you go through the whole thing. But then I, like I said, it's through. I flipped through the documentary because they have a documentary channel. That's what it was on that one. And uh, like I say, but I so I'll watch. I'll definitely watch the. Uh, the the Harry Potter one because I am curious, and like I said, I did see the films, so it's not like you know I didn't you know like I have no idea what's talking about. So it'd be interesting right. to see. I I always enjoy, like you, I do enjoy that behind the scenes stuff, and you know to get more information about that stuff. It's always fascinating to me. Right. Um, the last thing I did see this week um, was on uh, Netflix. It's the movie uh, Don't Look Up. Okay. Um, um. How can I put it? It is this generation's uh, Doctor Strange Love. <laughs> is 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 um, I watched it and it there were some really good like belly laughs for me like and I was trying not to laugh too hard because I was watching in the middle of the night and Stacy was asleep. Um, basically, I don't know if you know what it's about. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. This is. Work, she discovers a a, media, a comet that's heading right for Earth. It's mm. in a, it's a um, end end worlder, mm. end killer, a world killer. Mm. It's an apocalyptic event, you might say. Um, and her and Leo Di, Leonardo DiCaprio go try to go to the white, try to bring it to people's attention. They go to the White House, played brilliantly by Meryl Streep, and Jonah Hill's in it. And it's 
a scathing commentary on the world we live in now because they're just like well how long do we have well we have like about like six months i think it was and their first is like we'll just wait in us we'll just wait and assess and they're like but there's no like they just they just kind of blow them off mm. and then when her when the president's numbers kind of dip because of a scandal right away it's i need something to try to bring win back the public so oh my god there's this killer at his comet that's coming towards our planet and we're all going to try to get destroy it. And then it, but what's interesting, there's a moment where again, I'm, I'm going to spoil a little bit of it. There's a moment in the movie where their plan, they canceled their plan because it was more beneficial for the rich people to have that meteorite, that comet hit, or they have a better idea to break that comet up into orbit because of the minerals that are on there will make them rich, make rich people even richer, <laughs> even though it could kill the entire planet. <laughs> right. So they kind of obviously Jennifer Lawrence and Leo, they're kind of ostracized from the group now because they're trying to save the world. Mm. And the there's this moment where they're having this concert about like you know to try to raise money so that the other world the other countries can find to be able to basically work together and finance a way to get up there to knock the meteorite off of its its trajectory um so they have this kind of rally concert to to try to you know very grassrootsy kind of thing while the president on the other end is have running a don't look up campaign. <laughs> They're telling you this. We're just telling you, just don't look up. Everything's fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> and and it's what's hysterical because I'm going, oh, my God. If you're smart, you fucking get the joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you're not. Maybe this way, if you complain about the if you complain about the movie, chances are you're who that movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> because there's just these moments of like, oh my god, this is happening right now as we speak with COVID. Anti maxers anti vaxxers versus vaxxers, anti maskers. Like people are just going, These are scientists, we're supposed to be believing them. I don't believe them. Fuck them. If the government wants to they're just trying to do something just to to fuck me over. They're like, no, the whole world's going to get destroyed unless we don't do something. Nah, I don't believe you. <laughs> just just look up. Nope, I'm not looking up. Fuck you. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm hysterical. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like, this is, this is such a scathing commentary on the world that we live in. And it made me think of Dr. Strangelove, how that, how that movie looked at political ideology and the world and, and, basically held a mirror up to it and you either got it or you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. I mean, it ended exactly how you thought it was going to end. It was no big shocker. Like, <laughs> because we're fucking idiots, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just, it, it was just so good. It was really, really good. Uh, I think it's, it, it definitely is the size of a movie. I appreciate it. And I got the humor but I could definitely see someone else just not getting it and being like, I don't think that was funny at all. And I'm like, all right, you know what? You're entitled to that opinion. I I can see why you wouldn't like it because it's it's a little, sometimes a little too, it's not on the nose. You have to kind of go, oh, you're making a comparison to this. And you have to know that comparison 
in order to be able to appreciate the satire of it. Mm-hmm. But in order to be able to appreciate the satire of it, you have to be willing to admit that you might be acting ridiculous. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and if unless you're and if you can admit that you're acting ridiculous, then 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 it doesn't really apply to you. Right. <laughs> like you see, see how you're kind of like stuck in that kind of crazy loop. <laughs> like I could totally assume like I didn't think the movie was funny. I don't, I don't get the humor of it. And you're just going, yeah, of course not. Like, did you get vaccinated? No, I'm not going to put no chip in me. Uh, all right. <laughs> Enough said. Right. You know? <laughs> but people who think, oh my God, I think it was funny. They're probably the people who kind of got vaccinated when they could believe in the mask, believe in the science. Like, look, I don't know enough about it, but there's somebody way smarter. I should trust that person because that's their job. You know, I'm not going to second guess the job of somebody that's being paid to do that. Now, my government, I might try to do something to screw me over. I completely buy that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it, it's it's like I said, it's, it's really good. Um, so I think that if you got it, like if it's about a little over two hours, I think you've got like time to watch like a long movie. I think you might appreciate it too. Right. Uh, I think so. That's like that's me. Like, hey Ed, go for that one. I think you might like that one. Because there's just some just crazy ass shit that happens, <laughs> and you just go, "Of course that would happen." Of course, yeah. And you go, "Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening." Sure, it's happened. I think that happened today. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's very, it's very of its moment and of its time. And I think like ten years from now, I think people are going to look back at this movie and go, "Yeah, that kind of is 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 kind of how it was." And it's a great parody on on the world at the time. So that's. One guy's opinion, Ed. There you go. <laughs> um, hey, so I know it's holiday season still. So I don't well, actually, before you go, that I actually forgot two things that I did oh. see this week. Um, because one of the things was besides before Bond, um, as as we were talking about before in the past was was the fact is, is that South Park had a, I thought it was a four picture deal, four episode deal with Paramount Plus in terms okay. of the. I think the, it's fourteen. Fourteen, <laughs> I I maybe not go ahead. So yeah. So, uh, but uh, the South Park, the second episode is called. Uh, the first one was called South Park Post COVID, and then it was South Park Post COVID: The Return of COVID, and <laughs> it actually was the like second part of this episode series that they're doing. You know, as adults, they're you know now it's the future, and uh, so right. they they actually like wrapped it up in this like second episode. And I kept saying sip on. I'm like, I thought it's I thought I read an article was like really like a four part episode series that they were doing for um for Paramount Plus. But I was like, maybe I read it wrong, or maybe maybe it was just in my head somewhere. You know, because I do that sometimes. <laughs> where you know, and I and I'm, I'm like, no, I could have sworn I read it somewhere, but like I can now I can't find you know where I read it. So I was like, all right, maybe, you know, I, I I don't know now, but. Um, so I did watch that, and that's like an hour long. It, it's it's I don't think it's as funny as the first part, uh, but it is funny. So there there is parts you know like you know and it, like I said it resolves itself in a way. Um, I just it just wasn't as as South Parky as right. <laughs> as the usual antics for them. Um, so uh, but I did say, and then um, I also watch these YouTube videos a lot, um, and then like. Every once in a while, because like, I watched the G.I. Joe has a Hasbro has a G.I. Joe running uh, constantly episodes of G.I. Joe on YouTube. There's a guy who's called has a YouTube channel called Viper Island and he talks about different 
figures and stuff like that. I don't buy the figures and like, I'm not like into GI Joe that much. Like I remember as a kid, I joined, I watched the show cause you know, being nostalgic and all. But, uh, the, the other day he was saying that he was going to live stream, um, the, because it was a th- 40th to this, this 2022, the 40th anniversary of GI Joe, um, uh, TV show is, is, uh, uh, this week or this year, I'm sorry, not this week, this year, and the 35th anniversary of GI Joe the movie is this year. Okay. So he live streamed GI Joe the movie, um, which is the animated movie of uh, GI Joe. So I today I because it was it was on today and and actually like once you live stream, it's kind of sitting on your channel for a while until I guess somebody takes it off or you know there's there's some kind of you know maybe copyright infringement kind of thing because he's live streaming it through through the channel. So I ended up, I did watch that today and <laughs> man, oh man, <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is where this, this is where the series went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like, cause there was a couple things like, first off, like people that don't know, and I'm just going to give you a brief history was Transformers movie came out first. And it was came in the theater, and they killed Opti- Optimus Prime, and right. everybody would lost their minds, you know, kind of thing. When you kill Optimus Prime, you're like, oh my god, because they were trying to bring on new Transformers, and they knew they wanted to get a new leader, and you know, Optimus Prime was like, you know, it's like he's the old Transformers, he's got to go, blah blah blah. So they end up killing off all the old Transformers, and bringing these new ones in, and nobody. The fans of GI uh, Transformers at the time were against it type of thing and so Hasbro was doing going to do the same thing basically with G.I. Joe they were coming up with new characters uh, new you know um, you know iterations of some characters and stuff like that they were they were doing some redesigns and, and stuff like that new vehicles and stuff so they could sell more toys basically because that's the whole idea of, of the you know Hasbro making money is basically selling the toys and um, I, I, I could actually now tell because they were supposed to kill Duke off in this movie, and they don't. They 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 right. change their mind at the last minute. And I go and I and I I did see it like a long time ago when I was young, and going, oh thank God they didn't kill Duke. And now I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I see where they killed Duke off. Because <laughs> because the 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 lines that they re-edited in and 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 got the voice actors to do does not match up with the. With the mouth sinking, you know, because that's like that was the huge thing. I right. think, like you know, when we were kids and all, like they would do these shows and have their mouths move these cartoons, and they were really trying to get more realistic in terms of the the actual ca- the the cartoons to talk. And it's you know you could you hear the sound and you're going okay, it matches up like that person's saying it, even though it's just a cartoon. You know, get a little more realism into it. So it was just funny to watch, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want to see the alternate cut of this where they kill Duke because <laughs> I want to see what they say about the the whole thing. You know, it was just it was just funny how they put they put it all together. It was just so bizarre, you know. And it was just it was it it was it now now I, I watch it with nostalgia, you know, and appreciate it, you know, as it is, you know, kind of thing. Because I'm thinking I can't go back, and it's not like they're going to keep making GI Joes for. <laughs> forever right. you know everything <laughs> so i kind of I now have a fondness for it just to, to watch it going oh yeah you know like that's that's what happened they brought in these weird cobala <laughs> characters you know and they were trying to thing and i because i always remember the voice of Galobulus was um oh crap um 
can't think of the actor's name. The guy who played Penguin in the '60s Batman, uh, Burgess Bur- Meredith. Burgess Meredith. He, he was the he was the voice <laughs> kind of thing. And I, I guess I guess he did it because he goes Orson Welles is doing Transformers. I better right. do GI Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so you know how that worked out. But anyway, it was you know just wanted to, to mention that. Uh, so. Uh, uh, so if you if you want to see GI Joe in the movie for free, it's actually right now on on uh, YouTube. If you know, look up for Viper Island channel or just look up GI Joe the movie, you'll see the full uh, full length feature film of it. So there you go. All right. so that's all I got. And then of course you were about to get into releases of the week. Yes, I was. And there is no releases of the week this week, so okay, that's why. Yeah, not surprised. We won't get video games till I think the twentieth. I think it was. I, I did mark this down. Let me just look real quick here on the thing. Uh, the twelfth. So actually, next week we no, it won't be next week. Four. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks from now, we'll get video games and movies. Uh, hopefully, we'll have something for you next week. But uh, uh, there was no interest. There was there. I mean, there is releases, but there's nothing there that's going to you know be nerd related. So I didn't. Uh, right. So. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good kind of kind of uh, lackluster. It's after the holidays. It's, there's like a recovery mode in, in video game and in, in movie industry, I guess, right. where it's like, okay, everyone's got their Christmas gifts out of the way. I think the next like big release is, like, video game-wise, I think the big one this month is the Pokemon Arceus or RC. I don't forget. I don't even know how to fucking say it. Um, new Pokemon game comes out at the end of this month, the 28th, and then February is uh, Elden Ring and I think Horizon Forbidden West um, is comes out. It's like it's it's slowly building back up to like obviously springtime is when you're gonna get hit with the big ones, mm-hmm. you know. But all right, um, so is that it? That's that's it. You got for new movies and, and video games. That's nada? it. Nada. Nothing. Nada. 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 There was. I mean, I was. I you know, like sometimes I like the stretch, stretch things, and I couldn't even find anything really to stretch to go. You know, kind of. It's like nah. It's like just uh, like let me see here. I'm trying to find real quick here. I'm pulling it up here. Yeah, there's like some anime, weird anime I never heard of. Right. Um, you know, and then like stuff that's just so out there far on the range it's just like I don't even know any of the actors that would be in that or some are extremely old movies that you know are just uh, like way before our time or anybody's time right. here that would listen to the show <laughs> so yeah, well um, I, I obviously I've, I've got some news I'm going to say it's been kind of um, a light week light week I mean well let's face it I mean the big news story is Betty White passed away weeks before her you know 100th birthday yeah she uh basically <laughs> the last day of the year i felt like um <laughs> i could put it remember that scene in lord of the rings where gandalf is fighting the balrog and he you know you shall not pass and then breaks the bridge and the balrog falls mm-hmm. and at the and that if the balrog was 2021 and betty white was gandalf Remember Gandalf turns away, and then all of a sudden the Balrog throws that whip-like thing up and catches him by the ankle and pulls him in. Huh. It's kind of how I felt. Twenty twenty one left us. It was like, oh, well, yeah, you get rid of me. Well, I'm taking this one with me. <laughs> <laughs> Betty anyway, going with me, 
Right, or, or it's like I like to tell so somebody, it's like, oh, yeah, they're making this big deal about our 100th birthday party, and she's going to ghost us. <laughs> well, I was just saying, I, I think there was like an article, and we, we never covered it. I, I think there was, I think I've read somewhere that, that, that they, some people were, they were fighting over like who was going to get the rights to view her like 100th special or something like that like you know like or somebody got the won the rights to it to, you know that they were excited uh, to to for her wonder her birthday we're gonna do some kind of like special like show uh you know to salute her so yeah I, there's like a, like a fandom event going on it's like a you know, to celebrate her birthday her 100th birthday they're still planning on doing it no. <laughs> whether, she, whether she's there or not, <laughs> right? It's, I think it's like um, January seventeenth. I think is like her her birthday. Because um, I think like that week they were doing like this fandom event. Like, oh, come see us, and we, we you know honor you know Betty White. Now, look, I I I like Betty White. I'm not going to say anything bad about her. I think all the stuff that I've seen her in, I've enjoyed. Like, um. But I, there's people out there who are like, oh, my God, I worship her. And I'm like, do you even really watch any of the stuff that she was ever in? Or do you just like her because of her personality? Right, right. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's like people who are like, I like Betty White. I've seen her in Mary Tyler Moore show. I've seen her in Golden Girls. I've seen, obviously, her in the movies that she's popped up in. She is a legitimate icon in the industry. But I felt like people just liked her because she was a sassy old lady. Like, and it's just like, but, and she, don't get me wrong, she did a hell of a lot of work on the side as far as, like, a pet advocate, loved pets, you know, definitely, like, the female Bob Barker, make sure your pets are spayed and neutered kind of thing, and, <laughs> you know, and, again, not taking anything away, I, she will be sorely missed, um, but I just feel like there's people out there going, oh, my God, I completely am torn up about Betty White, really? Outside Golden Girls, named, like, another show she was in. Rather tire more. Right, well, you can. She was also in that um, um, Hope, that Hope, uh, with, we call it Valerie Bertinelli. She had uh, her own uh, show. Hot in Cleveland. Hot in Cleveland. Like, she was on that show for a while, like, for the, I think, for the entire run. So she's, like, I was like, obviously, I, and not to mention she was in a couple movies, like uh, um, The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. That's why how they, you know, met and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was the one where it's uh, I forget the name of the movie. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Kristen Bell. It's like Kristen Bell is coming back for her high school reunion, and then her mom is like somebody's getting um, Kristen Bell's older sister's getting married to a guy who just happens to be the brother of the school bully that bullied her throughout high school. Ironically enough, too, it's um, their mother and Jamie Lee Curtis's characters, when they were in high school, she got bullied by... It was like a, like a oh my god, our daughter is marrying the son who... Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? I, I remember the movie. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, fuck, what's the title? Right. Um, um, there you go again, or not again, or uh, Jesus, I don't remember. Here we go looking it up while I'm talking about uh, it. Yes, I am. <laughs> it was this is weird, it, and it was a comedy. It was off brand, offbeat comedy because it was. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a funny movie. <laughs> you know, um, not you or not again. Sad. I don't fucking remember. Um, 
so I mean, obviously you again, you again. Thank she you. was Grandma Bunny in that. Yes, right. Um, so I'm like, all right. I feel you know. I just feel like there's this moment. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I think that if you're close to approaching hundred, no one should say a fucking word. Because I feel like anybody who ever got close to a hundred as an actor or actress, right before their one hundredth birthday, they die. Like, I'm not saying you don't celebrate. I see you keep it on the down low. If you're going to make some TV special about it, by all means, go ahead. But you know what? Let's not make a big deal about it because it seems to be like there's a jinx there. Just I don't – I mean, I think Groucho Marx happened to Groucho Marx. It happened to George Burns. Uh, you know, like – Well, Burns, Burns he did, did make it to 100. Did he? Yes. Did he, though? Yes. Because I don't, I, I don't know. I think he kind of died just a – I think – I think he died like prior to, but everyone kept it quiet so they can do like, no, no, he made it to a hundred. <laughs> I think he was at his special. Mm. That oh. special was pre-recorded, sir. <laughs> you know what? No, no, um, um, here we go, folks. This is where Sean now. Sean's googling. <laughs> <laughs> you got me googling. George Burns, G O R G. George B. He, he died March 9th, nineteen ninety-six. He was born January twentieth. 1896. So he did make it. He just made it. Just barely. Just barely. A couple months later, boom. Done. Yeah. All right. You got one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it's a very small list. (laughs) Right. All right. Fine. (laughs) I'll give you that one. All right. I have to. (coughs) All right. And you win. Ooh, I'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) And your little dog, too. I mean, um, that's you know, I mean, that's the big story, I guess. But if it wasn't for if it wasn't for that story, I mean, most of the stuff I got. Um, <laughs> all right, I do have a follow up report. Okay. Um, remember a couple shows back, we, I was talking about how Vin Diesel was making this plea, to, or the, to Dwayne Johnson about coming back. <laughs> right, to the, right. Do you remember that? Yes. Well, Dwayne Johnson actually had a response. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Johnson refuses Fast and Furious 10 return, slams Vin Diesel for public plea. Um, <laughs> right? uh, he's publicly refused Vin Diesel's invitation to appear in Fast and Furious 10. Uh, the Black Adam star also slammed um, D- 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 uh, Diesel for trying to use public plea to persuade him to make a return to the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, the two stars have had a running feud dating back to 2017's Fate of the Furious, with Johnson eventually leaving to start his own spinoff with Jason Statham and Titan Fast and Furious Prince Hobbs and Shaw. Good movie, by the way. Um, during a recent interview, Dwayne Johnson has gone on the record to shoot down any chances for a Luke Hobbs reunion with Dominic Toretto. Um, Here's the quotes. I told uh, Diesel directly that I would not be returning to the franchise. He said to CNN during an expansive interview reflecting on his career in 2021. Uh, I was firm yet cordial with my words, and I said that I would always be supportive of the cast and always root for the franchise to be successful, but that there are no chance there was no chance I would return. Uh, Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. I did not like that he brought up his children in the post, as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken month ago, month ago about this, and it came, and we came to a clear understanding. <laughs> uh, 
However, Johnson isn't down on the entire Fast and Furious franchise. He also wished his former co-stars and crew, uh, crew members well and bringing their story to an end. Uh, my goal all along was to end my amazing journey with this incredible franchise with gratitude, gratitude and grace, he added. It's unfortunate that this public dialogue has, has muddied the waters. Regardless, I'm confident that the Fast Universe and its ability to consistently deliver for the audience. I truly wish my former co-stars and crew members the best of luck and success in the next chapter. Huh. <laughs> I mean, what a polite way to say, go fuck yourself. Huh. <laughs> I mean, if you don't remember what Vin Diesel posted, here it is. And they did, uh, my little brother Dwayne, uh, the time has come. As the, wor- the world awaits the finale of Fast 10, as you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we reached the manifest, manifest the best fast in the finale. That is 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. <laughs> and Dwayne Johnson's like, hey, go fuck yourself. How <laughs> dare you bring your kids into this? How dare you bring another person's death into this? I told you I was out back then. I was firm but polite. <laughs> huh. You know, it was his way of saying, I will firmly plant my foot in your ass and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so so if you were hoping against hope that maybe Dwayne Johnson will just be like that that special cameo, ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll recast the character. How, how can you recast the character? How do you recast that that character? Because if he's if The Rock's going to do another Hobbs and Shaw movie, because I mean, why not? Um. You can't have another actor play Hobbs. You're going to have to bring in a, a completely different character to to f- flesh it out, I guess. I mean, it's will anybody care? You fucking can have Kevin Hart pretend he's Hobbs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's believable. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't. So that's the thing. Like, you, you, you either you're, – you're, you're kind of shrewd in, in, in terms of this. Like, if, if you replace him, you have to replace somebody better than The Rock. Uh, right, you know, which you know, you find anybody in a paper bag, and <laughs> there you go. Now, um, no, but because he because he's larger than life, you, you, it's that is that is a tall order. That is that you're not going to find somebody that's going to fill the rock shoes to play the continue that on. So the only other option is either one of two things: is just uh, you throw enough money at the rock where the rock goes, yeah, I'll do it. You, you know, like like it's and it's got to be an unbelievable amount. That's what's 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 going to really going to um, right with computers, it, we can do wondrous things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's the that's the idea. Is just the fact is is that you know people are going to, you know, if throwing enough money and and then you know not shoot have to film the two of them together, you know, kind of thing and agreements and stuff like that, or they just rewrite the character altogether and it's just you know, which one is he? Uh, 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 Hobbs, Hobbs or Hobbs? He's he's Hobbs. He's Hobbs. He's that Calvin. Um, no. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so 
so that's the idea is the fact is is that like they're just gonna have to replace Hobbs with another you know another character altogether you know like you know Cobb's brother and then right. you, then you get then you get then you get Kevin Hart to do right you know or Danny DeVito is his half brother <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm always, I'm always curious. I, I do want to, because I, I've seen a few of them, and I'm, I'm always curious to see, like, you know, um, what, what they'll do. You know, like, like, uh, like, like, how, 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 how far can they go with this? And right, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm always curious, but you know, I'm like, I'm like, like, you know, like, I saw a couple of the trailers, and I'm like, I'm like, that is just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, like I don't, I don't, I know it's out of context or whatever, but to me it looks stupid. But I'm like, yeah, like, hey, you know what? I, I watch dumber things, so it's like, <laughs> like everybody's got their thing. But I'm, I'm, it's just one of those type of things where I'm like, I don't know, do, do I really want to, do I really want to go through all this and see if this, this you know, let's, yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe right. this, this, this is like an awesome series, and I'm, I'm just missing out now. So. Let's go sit one day and sit down and start watching them again. And you know, I don't know if I'll watch the first couple because I've seen those a few times. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were stealing. They were stealing. This is saying. I always think every once in a while, I see a, a meme on Facebook goes, "This is what the this how first franchise started." And you see a bunch of like uh, tube televisions and VCRs. That's what they right. were stealing. <laughs> uh, all right well uh so this is the one you sent me and i saw this article pop up a couple times so i figured we talk about it um the walking dead's norman reedus hints he he's taking on a major marvel role uh, do you remember sending this to me no okay, <laughs> okay well um apparently he was talking to the happy sad confused podcast uh, the actor was asked if the rumors are true that he'll be joining the MCU as a major character. Uh, Rita said, if it is the case, uh, I don't know quite yet, but would I like to? Yeah, obviously. Uh, he added, I've been such a big fan of the Marvel world since I was little, so the opportunity to be in one of the movies would be amazing. Um, oh, yes. The character would be... Um, old flame head himself ghost rider <laughs> um I, according to reports marvel is working on a new ghost rider film and that the studio might have even cast its johnny blaze uh, norma Reedus has been agreeing with fans that he would be an excellent choice for the part um the walking dead star caused a stir by liking numerous tweets celebrating the news following reports claiming Marvel Studios has chosen Redis as the flaming stunt motorcyclist on Twitter. Among the tweets liked by Redis are tweets such as, hell yeah, I'm all for Norman Redis being in the MCU's Ghost Rider. Uh, Norman Redis is a Ghost Rider. I'm on my knees. And as an early adopter of the Norman Redis should be Ghost Rider movement, I finally see now that the entire internet is in agreement over this. So he's liked all those comments. Um, I mean... He's previously expressed his adoration for the Marvel's anti-hero with the actor previously going on to tell uh, comicbook.com that he, he wants to play Ghost Rider. Um, here's a quote. The Ghost Rider conversation has been coming up for years, and yeah, tell them to put me in it, he said. <laughs> so I don't know. Call somebody, make that happen. I want to do it. 
Um, I want a fire skull, he added. Uh, <laughs> I want my face to turn into a fire skull and whip a chain around. That would be great. <laughs> uh. Um, I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I... I mean, you know what? Here's what I know. I know he actually rides a motorcycle. He has a whole had a whole show on, like, think AMC, like him riding across the country in it on on his bike. You know, and I'm like, all right, sure, why not? He rides a motorcycle on Walking Dead, so it's not like it's not a stretch to see him on. It's like when you see Tom Cruise hopping a motorcycle, and you go, I know he can ride that. <laughs> you know, like, I, there's no stunt person doing that. That's actually him. I've seen him ride a motorcycle. <laughs> multiple times <laughs> so I'm like alright let him let him have it sure why not I mean if if the whole internet can kind of agree on a guy playing that role maybe the role should just be you go alright let's give him a shot alright you know, I'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate then <laughs> of course you are uh, is he I mean like you know just because just because everybody agrees with him oh he rides a motorcycle he's it like, like... right it's like saying like in order to be at in order to play poison ivy, you have to have red hair, right? <laughs> and it's just like right. it's just like you know, like you're, you're now like just because you know. I mean, he might do well. I don't know. I'm mean, like like I'm, I'm sure give him a shot. I'm not I'm not saying not to give the guy a shot, but you're going just because he can ride on a motorcycle and the and the girls. Sw- I mean, the other thing would be the girls swoon for him. You right. know, like they didn't Walking Dead. Like you know, um. You 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 kind of go well. Maybe, yeah, maybe I've seen that man many times in person. He is charming. <laughs> he is, and I'm I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. But I I am still in the camp of the fact is is that not every actor can play any character, you know, type of thing. So they're you know like Norman Reedus to me. I, I don't know if he can pull off that character. Right. You know, it's like I, anybody can play. Bruce Wayne, but not many people can play Batman. Right. <laughs> right. You know, Norman Reedus might be able to play, you know, Ghost Rider, but can he play Johnny Blaze? Right. <laughs> and that's that's half of it. I mean, you know, because, I mean, really, Ghost Rider doesn't really say much. So you, <laughs> right, exactly. You can have any. You, know, you can his have His face is covered by fire and skull. So, you know, maybe his you'll see his mouth. He just has to do, provide voice work. You <laughs> I mean, like, I agree. Give him a shot. Why not? What's the worst that can happen? Here? Right. I mean, we've we've already seen the worst that can happen. Hey, <laughs> I have to buy the second one. That's again another one. I'm like eight dollars on Voodoo. It just seems a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, every once in a while, like when I do have the fur 